This week we learn why Tim Yobo wasn't allowed to pick movies for most of the podcast he's a guest on, as we discuss the 1982 supernatural suspense film The Entity. Hello and welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie, the Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always is the man who has some explaining to do this week, Tim Yobo. Hi, I'm Tim. I'm sorry. Yobo. <laughs> this is one of those things where I didn't really put 100% of my fucking thought process into picking this movie. But Yeah? Okay. But that's okay, Tim, because if anybody knows how to help us to handle something very delicately, we have the perfect guest on. And ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be our friend from Sacktown. Mr. Erotic Lactation himself. Mr. Erotic Lactation himself. Uh, one Sir Charles. How are you doing today, sir? I need a shower. This movie's fucking disgustingly dirty. Dirt! Wow, so Charlie, after seeing this movie, you're still willing to take a shower. Okay. Let me tell you something, Tim. At no point did Beyond the Darkness ever make me feel this dirty. Wow. Well, well, fuck you, because you know what? Watching Beyond the Darkness made me feel dirty, so payback. (laughs) Oh, payback. Okay. So, normally I don't want to warn people about the movies that we're discussing. Um, The first movie ever. On our yeah. show, we had to warn people about, right? Yeah, we're going there, though. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. If you are um, sensitive to discussions about rape or gang rape, you might not want to listen to this episode. So, Tim. And we put fucking Nail Gun Massacre out, right? <laughs> we put that fucking Which, warning. <laughs> that happens in the first five seconds of the movie. Spoiler. Well, but guess what then. happens in the first fucking five minutes of this movie? It happens every 15 fucking movie, 15 minutes for the rest of the fucking movies. movies. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, based on the true case of Dolores Byther. Yeah, well, are you doing the fucking quotes, quotes with your finger? Hmm... Yeah, finger quotes on True. Um, She was a woman who, during preliminary interviews by Barry Taft and Kerry Gaynor of the now-defunct UCLA parapsychology department, revealed that she had been sexually assaulted by three ghosts. Their investigation uncovered several orb photos in her home. It also uncovered that she had a history of abuse, problem relationships with her four sons, and was living in a twice-condemned house. Four sons? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, look, here, here we go with the fucking movie, because that doesn't fucking play in the movie at all. Yeah, so the uh, claims of her supernatural encounters dwindled over time. Her case inspired a novel that was written by Frank DeFlitta, who then wrote the screenplay, and director Sidney J. Fury intentionally, Tim... Did not learn anything about this case. Yep. 
and uh, nothing about the people that were involved in it. He never, you know, discussed anything, never met Carla, who this was based uh, on, quote he, unquote. He's like the Luigi Cusa, which I never saw Star Wars, but then I did, uh, what the fuck was that movie? Which one? The Beyond? Or not, uh, uh, with, uh, oh, oh, yes. A Star Crash. Yeah, that's it. And he also just didn't want to try to judge the validity of the case prior to filming this. So, oh boy, here we go. All right, Tim, that's the background, buddy. So, uh, what's your history with this movie, The Entity, Tim? Why did you do this? Uh, I saw this in the movies one time when it came out. So, I was maybe depending on when it came out, I was either thirteen or fourteen years old. And this was not the ghost movie I was expecting. And uh, when you asked me to pick a movie for the B month, I literally racked my brain. I was like, oh, wait, the ending. I was like, oh, that's got Barbara Hershey. She's a good actress in it. Ron, Ron Silver is in it. He's a good actor. There's a lot of good, like, all the little bit players in it. But I, there was one thing, I guess, thankfully, I guess I blocked out because <laughs> I did not remember. One thing. How much. Uh, yeah. Happens in this fucking movie. Yeah, a lot, lot going on here. Charles, buddy, thank you so much for joining us here. Of course. Uh, what, what's your history with the entity? Well, first, I'd like to say, Tim, thank you for letting us watch Zach Bagans' wet dream here. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> this you, is... you just killed one of my notes halfway through. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so my history with this movie is I actually saw this movie one time. Back in 2013. This is a one and done, right? This is something exactly. we're preparing for a dream. Exactly. It's a one and done. Uh, and I actually saw it because a friend of mine grew up in L.A. at the time this actually was happening. And he was very big into paranormal, but not so much to the point where he's like, man, that shit's true. But he was like, you ever see the entity? A woman gets raped by a ghost. You should watch that movie. Watch that movie and... Our friendship has been strained ever since. Wow. Good yeah. reason. Shit. Very good reason. <laughs> this is in. Subscription to the Bloody Bits is down. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> I have no history with this. Tim recommended it for B-Month. And uh, then it just immediately uh, I, I put a check mark. The other movie I picked is good. So no, it okay. still doesn't balance <laughs> Tim out. recommended this for the B-Month. And uh, Bloody Bits is looking for a new co-host. No, no, Tim's our permanent co-host. Don't worry about that, Tim. Crazy glued. So as you said, Tim, it is starring Barbara Hershey as Carla Morin. uh, Is this one of her first movies? No, she was doing, well, movies, yeah. So she was a TV actor forever. Um, The horror fans might actually remember Tim as recently as 2010. She was in the movie Insidious. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still working. Wait, is that though. the one? Yeah. Insidious. Is that the one that's just like crazy with the nun, or is that the one that pretends, pretends that fucking a uh, a married couple are real? Oh, that's Annabelle. Yeah, that's Annabelle. No, Insidious is the one that's the creepy little boy. Yeah, he's like the demon trying to get the yeah little sailor boy. Uh, I don't know if he was a sailor, Tim. Uh. <laughs> But uh, no, he was also in, or she was also in With Six, You Get Egg Roll back in 1968. I remember that movie. I never saw it, but I remember that title, yes. (laughs) 
I was always like, with six what? Oh, with the number six on the menu. And uh, Boxcar Bertha. She played the titular Boxcar Bertha, by the way. So, Wow. Hmm. Yeah. During the Great Depression, a union leader and young woman become criminals to exact revenge on the management of a railroad. It was a Scorsese-directed film. That would make sense, because Scorsese, Scorsese has this... Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Scorsese has the entity on his top list of 11, I think, scary movies. Really? Well, all right. He does. Yeah, well, uh, except for recently, I'm in good company. Okay. <laughs> no, fuck that. No, Marvel are not movies. Yeah, yeah. Marvel movies are not movies. Um, next up, we have Ron Silver, as you had alluded to earlier, Tim, playing Phil Snyderman. Ladies and gentlemen, Ron Silver of Time Cop fame, where he played the villainous Macomb. And he looks the same, right? He does. He did not age What is a up day. with his fucking beard and mustache? I want to see a picture of Ron Silver without that fucking beard and mustache. I think he came out of the womb. Yeah, he came out of the womb looking like that. I think it's impossible. I think he was born like that, right? He grew up in the circus. He was a carny. He had that fucking beard and mustache. And at the carny, they sold fucking cotton candy. And this is where he fucking uh, turned out to be an actor. Yeah, it works for him though, man. It's he's definitely got a look going on. He's, I mean, he's been in a million different TV shows, of course, like Law and Order, uh, West Wing. He 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 always kind of just plays like an asshole or a lawyer, which is kind of one yes, and the he's same. A, no, he's a professional prick. Yeah, and he's fucking he's great like at being a prick in this. He's like he's a clean cut James Remar, right? Yes. Oh, definitely, definitely. Then we have David Labosa who plays Billy. And uh, Billy, I don't have a lot of notes on him. He did a lot of different TV shows, but but my favorite credit of his is that he played Kool-Aid in the movie Blood In, Blood Out. So, so. Wait, there's a movie where the Kool-Aid fucking pitcher is a monster? Yeah, yeah, the killer is a, mo- a Kool-Aid pitcher. Oh, yeah. And he plays the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Why do you think they call him Blood In, Blood Out, Tim? How great would that be, right? <laughs> You're fucking being chased by the Kool-Aid man as a fucking monster. Somebody's got to make that movie. Yeah, it takes place in South America where a guy formed a religious cult. And uh, he played... <laughs> that wasn't Kool-Aid. That was, oh, that was something else that they drank. Yeah, Flavor-Aid. Cheap motherfucker. Come on. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You got to get, you got to get enough drink for 1200 people. You're going to go cheap on the fucking, do we get Kool-Aid for 79 cents a packet or do we get Flavor-Aid for 59 cents a packet? Ah, fuck it. Who's going to know? Least, at least the Heaven's Gate people got Nikes. There you go. Oh, uh, yo. And they went to fucking SeaWorld. They yeah. went to all these fucking places. I just finished watching that documentary. Highly recommend it. Then we have George Coe, who played Dr. Weber, another fucking heavy hitter. This dude was in The Stepford Wives, Kramer vs. Kramer, and he went on to be like a, a crazy, prolific voice actor. Ladies wait, and is gentlemen. This, wait, because there's two. Is this the guy who's like the real doctor or the guy with the uh, the cigar? This is the real doctor. Who, okay. uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I recognize his voice from the CBS Mystery Theater. You should also recognize his voice from the series Archer, where he plays the butler, Woodhouse. Damn, holy shit. Can yeah. I get into voice acting? Because you can do that shit when you're like fucking 95 years old. Oh my god, that that was my dream is to get into voice acting. It's uh, It seems like such a great could. gig. I think you both uh, could, yeah, Tim. Yeah, need proper pronunciation, so fuck that shit for mm. me. 
I don't know, Tim. You've got a you've got a, a very you know when when a waffle gets all the syrup in the squares perfectly. That's your voice. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, nice. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, thank you very much. I, I'm going to put that on my Twitter profile. My voice is like when the syrup gets into all the squares. <laughs> Eddie has a relaxing voice, so I imagine he could probably you know read some books. You know, you could Get make people books, very exactly. You could yeah. bring to life Mein Kampf. I think. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> wow, high compliment. Yes. All of a sudden, I'm starting to identify with this Hitler character. I don't know what it is. There's something so relaxing and melodic about his speech. Yeah, look at that mustache. He can't be bad. He can't be all bad, right? Hmm. I don't know. That's a bad mustache, Tim. And he ruined that mustache for everybody except for Michael Jordan and Chaplin. So and. Yeah, I think Chapel was rocking at first, right? Yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. And he did use his mustache for good. Uh, wait, did he? Because he he married like did he well, do Giuliani where he married like his twelve year old fucking cousin? Oh God, Tim, I don't. Yeah, probably. Probably. You guys, he, I was gonna say, you guys will see a documentary from Edgar Wright coming up pretty soon called The Sparks Brothers. Back mm-hmm. in the seventies, one of the. Uh, one, it's a, it's about a band, and one of the brothers, Ron Mayle, actually brought that mustache back. Nice. Yes. Wow. Yes. That, yo, that's some fucking big dick energy, right? Mm, if you're like, yeah. you know what? Guess what mustache I'm bringing back, motherfuckers. He, yep. He brought it back, and he slicked his hair back and over to the side. And the first time they played on television in the UK, uh, John Lennon saw it. So I think it was like '72, and he was reported to have said. Hitler's on the fucking telly. <laughs> He's going to be bigger than Jesus. And then his wife, Yoko, went, oh, no. <laughs> no, damn. Damn it, Tim. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so then we have Margaret Bly as Cindy Nash, who was in The Italian Job and Ginger Dead Man. So that's a career. <laughs> yeah, two movies. Those are two, two movies, movies more than we've done, so. Okay, fair point, fair point. And Jacqueline Brooks, who plays Dr. Cooley and Tim, you probably remember her. She was the psychiatrist from the movie The Good Son. Ooh. See, I just remember her as like a cheap man's Olympia Dukakis. Yep, I'll give you that one. Yep. She was good in this movie, though. Dr. Cooley liked her. No, she's good. Yeah, she and she's another one. I think she's she she has probably done like radio shows, right? Because she has that voice. Uh, I don't have any notes about her doing like voice work necessarily, uh, but but she's she's like done her rounds on a lot of television series. Um, she was in the Naked Gun two and a half as the commissioner. Yep. 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 All my she's children. She's always been that gray-haired authoritarian woman, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a good role for her, uh, and she plays it well. She could play Elsa, like if Elsa was like 55 years old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So that's that's the uh, a little bit of the background that I have. And, Tim, I have another little fun fact for you. This movie was adapted to a video game on the Atari 2600. Yes. Hold the fuck on. Holy shit. Wait a second. You're going to tell me that it was going to cost me $90 to buy fucking Custer's Revenge. But I could have bought this fucking game on the down low. 
Well, no, you couldn't have because it actually never came out. Uh, oh, thank God. Yeah. I thought, the, that, was, I thought that was going to be the fucking death. That was a straw that broke the camel's back on the Atari 2600. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, look, I, we'll, we'll do Custer's Revenge, we'll do Beat em and Eat em, but you, you cannot do the entity. I think this really goes to what Daniel said about the Atari, Atari being like the original gunslingers in the video game you know, the annals of video game history. Because, yeah, how can you make a game based on a movie where a woman is just getting raped every 10 minutes? Well, I'll tell you how they made it. Again, I'm sorry. I really, I did not remember this movie correctly. <laughs> it's okay, Tim. <laughs> Don't apologize. It's cool, no, man. No, I really, I really, when I said it to Eddie, and then he told me that, Charlie, you were going to fucking, I was like, oh, wait a second. Hold on. Am I remembering this way? And then when I watch it, I'm like, oh my fucking God. Tim, you don't have to apologize. You know, this movie isn't all that bad. You know what the sexiest part of the ghost it's was? It's not a bad movie. No. Do you know what the sexiest part of the ghost was? Oh boy. The boobies. <laughs> Get it? Boobies. Wow, okay. Do you know what a ghost's favorite sexual practice is? I think we is? just found out where baby ghosts came from. <laughs> Barbara Hershey? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that part later. I have a note on Wait, that does one. does baby ghosts have like unusually large lips? No. What? <laughs> no, Tim. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, no, the guy that, that programmed it, Mark Klein, uh, th- it never got released. However... The ROM file for it was released, and you can currently find it. People find are it on creating. The blood bank. Mm-hmm. Nope. Did you did you watch it on YouTube, uh, sir? I played it. No shit. Yep. Oh my god! Wait, hold on, hold on. With the oh, spinning swastika. Hold on. Stop the show, Eddie. Yeah. Do you play it as the Barbara Hershey character or as the ghost character? You play it as um, sticks that have holes in them that you move to the left and to the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, Atari 2600, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I, my best way to try to describe it is there's a spinning, uh, Charles, as you had said, swastika that looks like a ghost, I guess, at the bottom of the screen. And then... Um, Sort of like, imagine you're playing foosball, right? But instead of the uh, the guys that spin and kick the ball, there's just a hole in the stick. And you've, you've got the spinning swastika ghost bouncing back and forth. And you're trying I'm to sorry. get him, you're trying to guide him through the <laughs> hole. Which is actually a lot like the movie uh, that we're about to watch. Until you get to the top, but you never get to the top, and it sounds terrible because it's an Atari 2600 game. <laughs> I, I did it. I broke the podcast. Okay, perfect. I think I broke the podcast by picking this fucking movie. <laughs> so, Tim, where do we start with this movie? We start with Carla. Carla is a hard-working woman, yep. and uh, we Yo, see her. She, she is trying to make it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will definitely say this: Barbara Hershey's performance in this is phenomenal, incredible performance. Uh, this is like this is one of those things. I I remember even when I was like what, like I said, thirteen or fourteen years old. I remember seeing her and I was like, you know, she really has like a fucking presence, right? Yeah, she's going to yeah. be somebody mm-hmm. someday. And this entire movie lives or dies on her performance, a hundred percent, right? Yeah. Uh, 
for better or worse. Um, so yeah, we, we see that she's got kind of a hard life, right? She's got to keep rushing around between her work and her school where she's learning typing. Mm-hmm. And Oh my God, how dated is this fucking movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So she can get home in time to tuck her kids in. And we see her house is just in disarray, right? There's bills stacked up, lights left on, the fucking refrigerator's left open. But, you know, she goes in, she fixes everything, tucks her kids that in. fucks up all your fucking food, right? Oh, Who yeah. Who knows that, how long oh, yeah. the refrigerator's been open? I guarantee you, she doesn't have a fucking thermometer in her refrigerator to see if it's cool enough. No, the crisper doesn't work with the door open overnight. Let me tell you. So she, well, her lettuce is wilted. Crisper. So she goes outside to the garage where her oldest, Billy, is working on his uh, car. And she says, hey, uh, what's going on, Billy? Uh, is everything cool? And he's like, I don't know. I'm having some trouble at school, you know. But it's it's probably all right. Don't worry about it, Mom. You just go go to bed. Well, yeah, because I think one of the le- one one of the uh, the leads that she opens up, it says that the I guess it, we find yep. out that it's something that he's doing something wrong at school. And that's yeah. why she goes. Yeah, out the school wants to meet with uh, her with her because yeah, there's something. And he's like, No, no, no. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Throw it away. Yep. And she just doesn't have time for it. So she heads off to bed and uh, she takes her stockings off, puts some cold cream on a stocking burn. And uh, Tim, we're what, five minutes into the movie, maybe? Tops? Not even. I don't even think five fucking minutes into this movie. I'm sorry. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, a ghost punches her in the mouth. First, so that's good. Well, Which, no, come on, pretend this, this didn't catch you off guard. We just see the punch, right? Yeah, yeah. but pretend so this didn't catch Billy. you off guard. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Maybe it's Billy. Okay. We'll get to that. So, Charles. I was going to say, pretend that did not catch you off guard. I mean, like, that. you're watching it, and all of a sudden it's, what, like you said, five minutes in, and it gets right to business. And even the first time I watched it, I remember being like, holy shit, they're not wasting any time here. Yeah, usually no. it takes at least like 20 minutes before you see the fucking yeah. monster or see the ghost in the Yeah, movie. they'll build it up. Maybe like the milk will start shaking one morning. You know, maybe she'll start hearing voices or... No, straight into it. Yep. Well, I remember when I worked at the pet food store, there was a woman who worked with me who did screenplay punch-ups. And I remember telling her about uh, the first time I saw Pitch Black and how great it was. And she's like, that, that movie breaks a lot of rules because you don't see... The monster, Vin Diesel, in, in that movie, he's not the hero in, in that one. He's the bad guy. You don't see him until about like maybe 25 or almost 30 fucking minutes into the movie. So you know, usually yeah. there's always a kind of buildup and there's there's a certain length that you have to see the monster. Like in Jaws, you saw, you, saw, you saw the fucking Jaws in the first couple of minutes and then you didn't see him for the rest of the movie. So this movie really just fucking goes right into it. Mm-hmm. Tim, I like that you met somebody whose job it was to punch up screenplays, and the first thing you thought to bring up to her was Pitch Black. Oh, well, no, the best thing was, well, first of all, uh, her husband claimed to be the guy who wrote To Serve Humans from The Twilight Zone. Okay. And said that Rod Sterling ripped him off. 
Oh, okay. that's a heady charge, all right? Yes, that's it's a not... very big fucking thing to drop on somebody, like when you're but... smoking over the fucking house, and you're like, what? <laughs> what do I but say to that? Not... like, yeah, bull fucking shit, because guess thing. what? If you wrote to serve man, your wife at 50 years old isn't working in a fucking pet food store. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Tim. That's not actually an uncommon uh, uh, claim if you look at some of the early Twilight Zone stuff, yeah. which... Um, I mean, if you look at a lot of them, they're all written by people who were, you know, basically had been writing a long time in that field. Yeah, Charles uh, Beaumont, Richard Matheson, mm-hmm, yeah. all those people who've yep. been, you know, just nobody knew who they yeah. were. Yeah, but I mean, you see a lot of those stories get recycled over and over, even as far back as like 20 years To prior. serve man, which might be the most well-known fucking... Po- when yeah. he fucking told me that, I'm like, dude... Guess what? I know how you fucked your, how you picked up and fucked your wife the first time. That's a line that you fucking laid on her, right? I'm the ghostwriter <laughs> of the Serve Man on the Twilight Zone. Yeah, I mean that's a big one, right? That's one of the uh, aside from the breaking the glasses. I had time now. That's mm-hmm. It's classic. Yeah, I, I really. There's like what, like maybe three Twilight Zones that when you say Twilight Zone that everybody thinks about, and to Serve Man and Breaking Your Glasses with Burt Smith is one of those two, mm-hmm. one of those three. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, she gets punched in her mouth and then ghost raped Tim. Uh, that's why I went on the Twilight uh, uh, <laughs> tangent. <laughs> He wanted to ignore what happened. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I mean, to be fair, the, in the first one, they're actually a little bit more restrained than they will be later. Yes, it's, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. They they don't go full hog on it yet. No, no. You, It's basically you see her head the whole time, and uh, the ghost has the courtesy to put a pillow over her head while he's... Mm-hmm. Doing what he's doing. Wow, yeah. wait a second. Is this fucking uh, Frank from Blue Velvet? Don't look at me. My, you know what? It might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she screams, of course, because it's over and what the fuck. And then Billy runs in. She's like, look, somebody's in here. You need to look around the whole fucking room. See what's going on. <sighs> then, well, no, hold on, Eddie. You're missing it. Again, here's the thing. Here's what's crazy about this fucking movie, okay? He walks in, and what position and how is she when oh, he yeah, walks she's into on her, the room? She's on her back with her legs up in the air. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wide open. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's, getting the, uh, he's getting the full matinee showing there. And then... <laughs> yes, and especially <laughs> since it was the, uh, the early 80s, late 90s, there was a mat. Yeah, damn, there was a mat. And then her daughters come rushing in because she she Which, Do you know who them. the daughter is? One of those kids? No, go for it, buddy. Oh, shit. That, okay, the oldest daughter, the one with the long fucking hair, is Jody from Amityville, Florida. Oh, Horror. shit. You're kidding. Nope. Wow. I can't say it, but I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, my God. So... She calls them in there because, of course, you want your kids in there to be like, hey, um, I want to make sure that whatever just happened to me is not about to happen to you. Right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Billy's running around the house looking all over the fucking place. He can't find anything. All the doors and windows are shut and locked. 
Well, I think so the other thing that we have to mention is that Billy is how old is the, how old does he look in this movie? Thirty-five. He's yeah, yeah, looking. twenty-eight. <laughs> well, he's supposed how to be old do you think he's supposed kid. to be playing? Okay, he's, he's still like... living at home. He's not a millennial. He's not living at, at least... home at thirty-five years old. At least driving age, because he's working yeah. on the car. Yeah, he's yes. 16, yes. 17. Okay. And then how old are his two younger sisters? Ah, uh, like seven, eight. So there's a, there's a good gap between yeah. him and his sisters. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to the <laughs> reason. I was going to say I was willing to bet that he was actually older than Barbara Hershey at that point, playing <laughs> <Yeah>. her son. <laughs> I mean, I would have believed it. So he yeah, he runs all over the house. He's looking around and he can't find anything. He comes back. He's like, "Look. Um, mom, maybe you had a bad dream, right? Because legs up in the air. That's a bad dream, mom." Yep. I I don't know how people dream. I I mean, <laughs> I'm not here to say what did or did not happen. We're I'm just reporting the I facts. I had some crazy dreams, but I never fucking woke up with my legs up in the air. Look, I don't know how you do, Tim. I, I don't know what your life is. Okay? So I'll, I'll take your word for it. So then she's like, look, man, I'm a, I can't sleep. All right? Some shit happened. I cannot fucking sleep. So she's stalking the halls. And you really get the sense, starting even this early on, that it's equally I want to protect my family, of course, obviously. And... I want to. I want to prove that this shit fucking happened. I'm not crazy. Well, also, hold on. You're forgetting a point here, Andy. After this happens, okay, and we're, we're going to try to gloss over what happens as as glossy as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got dressed in a whole different outfit. Well, no, we're going to get to that because when she goes back to bed after this fact, she's got a completely different setup. Yeah. She is dressed now in a uh, turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I mean, Murphy Brown, eat your heart out. The only thing she's missing are shoulder pads here. She's got her power outfit on. Oh, don't worry. She's got all the pads in the right place. Yeah. And, yeah, so, so like I said, she's looking around, like, but she can't find anything. She wants to protect her family. But, again, I, I think also she partly just doesn't want to be seen as being fucking crazy. Right? So, what point are we going to get to this movie where we're going to have to say, what do we think is happening with her? Well, that, yeah, that's a good question, right? And we'll entertain that a bit later. So she goes to bed and she's like, all right, I've got my safe area set up. I've got four lights, one at each fucking corner of the bed. I got a book. I'm wearing my turtleneck. It's all going to be good now. But it isn't. First because of all, she's reading Nancy Friday's Secret Garden. Mm. First of all, the furniture starts shaking, and I'm like Southern California. That's eh, an earthquake, you know. <laughs> We're just used to it. Happens every fucking other. Is week. it localized? Mm-hmm. Or it's just the table shaking, though. Well, that's true. Uh, and then. She uh, smells something. It's like, ugh. That's, uh... <laughs> did I, did I just fart? I'm not going to make the joke, but go ahead. Then the you room know, turns cold, and we can see we her breath. We shouldn't be joking, guys. This is really awful. 
I just, I have such a high bar for this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm sorry I picked this one. <laughs> God damn it, Tim. It's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll get through it, Tim. I promise. No, as soon as I sent it to you, I'm like, oh, wait, what the fuck did I just do? No, we'll, then we'll I get saw the movie it. and I was like, oh my fucking God, what the hell did I do? Somebody had to cover it, Tim. And that's us. That's true. That's right. All the other podcasts are afraid to touch this movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Too pussy. It 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 takes uh, three straight men to talk about women. I'm surprised you didn't do a Candace Files on this. To be oh. very honest, <laughs> we should. Oh <laughs> shit! Wait. All right. You know what? Fuck you, Charlie. You just ended the podcast. Stop the show, Eddie. We gotta get Candace on. The so show. anyhow, uh, and this is how we no. <laughs> Uh, so then the lamp falls off the table, the vases shatter, they just start blowing up in the middle of fucking nowhere, and her refuge that she has created is just ruined, destroyed. So now, finally, she decides, hey, you know what we should do? Why don't we get the fuck out of this house? Great idea, right? Yeah, yeah. Quick, early into the movie. First white family who had the right idea. Yep. Yep. Yep, it's the old Eddie Murphy bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice house, good neighborhood. We got it at a discount. Get out. Well, too bad we can't stay. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> there's something worse than get out that's said, but uh, we'll Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> she rushes. with subtitles is really something. <laughs> yeah. So, she rushes her kids out to the door, and wouldn't you know it, she forgot her keys. Just gotta go back in. Yeah. Can we just say that this is movie? This movie, I don't. Should it be called the Entity or the Entity? Brought to you by Dutch Angles. So many Dutch Angles. Yeah. But it's effective. Er, it, it works. I mean, it, it builds uh, well, the suspense. It. If anything, I'm going to say it's overused. A little, yeah. A little on Dutch angles definitely goes a, a long way, and they, they kind of get a little too too heavy-handed with it. Because yeah, we just see her um, touring the house a little bit, looking for her keys. I, I don't know about you. I mean, there's like four places, maybe tops, that my keys <sighs> might be at any given time. Your keys are not going any further than about five to ten feet away from your door, right? Your keys aren't Usually. in your bedroom. They're not in the kitchen. They're not in the fucking kids' room. They're not in the fucking kids' bathroom. Yeah. They're not in the garage. They're five to ten feet away from where you walk into your fucking house. That's not necessarily true. Now, how often do you have you ever just come home, tossed your keys, and then the next day think, fuck, they're not in the usual spot? You could spend ten oh, minutes God, looking Charlie, for it. That's why fucking Apple has to put a fucking special tag me thing on every goddamn thing, right? Yep. So so they watched the entity and said, you know what? We need a special tag for keys in case you've been raped by a ghost. You need to know where your keys are at right away. <laughs> I mean, that pussy. Apple yeah. products would have uh, would have fixed a few things in this. <laughs> so uh, now she ends up finally finding the keys. But I love that she's just like muttering shit, shit, shit the whole time that she's looking for them. And then on the way out of the house... She backs over the kid's bike for good measure. <laughs> this is not fucking around. By the way, kids, don't leave your bike in the fucking driveway. That's kind of well, on how you. How many times did she fucking tell those kids that, right? This is why. 
Yeah. The reason why I don't want you to leave your bike in the driveway is if I'm ever ghost raped in the middle of the night and we need to, uh, we need to make a, a, a hasty retreat, I don't want to have to back over them. And not the first time that that little girl has had to get into a car and fucking do a hasty retreat. Yeah, these kids have lived a life already. Like, you'll find that out later. She's just like, so, again? Just, oh, God, not again, not again. They drive off, and she asks Billy, she's like, hey, man, did did you hear this? He's like, uh, hear what? What What are you talking about? And he, he's also, he's looking at her like she's a complete fucking maniac, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. even though he saw her legs up in the air, Tim. <sighs> But you, all right. Let's let's just go on. <laughs> okay. So then she shows up at her friend Cindy's house, and I get the feeling that she has showed up at her friend Cindy's house a few times before. Well, yeah, because this Southern gentleman is like all of a sudden he's like, "Yo, when the fuck is this bitch getting the hell out of my house?" This Southern gentleman, George, <laughs> Tim, this fucking asshole. We don't see he him until... He has a Southern the, accent, right? We don't... Gentlemen. We don't see him until the third act, first of all. Because all of this <laughs> I dialogue... That. I'm like, this guy's not a fucking real person, right? Yo, her fucking friend has a ghost husband. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, maybe they were trying to draw a parallel between the, you know, people that were living in abusive relationships and... Uh, yeah, anyhow. So, we, <laughs> we get to... She's, like, got... A bug out bag or something set up for her friend. She's like, all right, so you guys are going to sleep butts to nuts in the fucking uh, couch, right? The son, he's got to sleep on the floor. And uh, yeah, no, it's totally cool. Don't worry about it. Everybody's well, going to be I fine. I think, Eddie, we, at some point, they mentioned that the two, these two women, they have been friends since childhood, right? Yes. So you are on to something where this is not the first time it's happened. No, no, no. No. And if she's to tell her about it, They've known each other for so long, she's not going to just brush her off and say, get the fuck right. out of my house. Right. Cindy, honestly, nice person know. in this. I would have to be friends with somebody for a long fucking time to hear this story and be like, okay, you can sleep in my house. <laughs> Tim, you would be like, get the, ha- get the hell out of my house. Don't bring that shit Yo, in Mario, here. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we'll I don't get care into... if it follows. Don't bring we'll... it here. We'll get into Mario get here in a minute, too. <laughs> So, uh, next morning, and Carla's up, she's doing dishes, she made everybody coffee, had some cereal for her kids, already cleaned up. She's, you know, she's trying to do the respectful thing, right? And her friend's like, all right, hey, now that it's the next day, can we talk about why you're here and what happened? I mean, the night you came here, I'm not going to say anything. Just don't. It's chill. But now we're under the light of day. So let's talk about why you came over here real quick. She's like, ah, oh, it was nothing. And she looks over her shoulder a little bit. She's like, nah, I was actually raped and I feel rotten inside. And I'm like, ooh. Oh, boy. <sighs> yep. That's a hard reality. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, Tim Yobo, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> this is not the movie that I fucking remembered. <laughs> So then she <laughs> describes the encounter and says, uh, well, I didn't call the police because there was no one there. So 
what what are they gonna do? Shoot? Wait, hold up. Can I ask a question? At this point, she says that she didn't call the police because there's nobody there. Uh-huh. And then I believe, yes, maybe I'm wrong, but I think she says Billy, Billy, mm-hmm. checked the whole house. Yes, and there was nobody there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. She says Billy, right? Yeah, her right. son. Okay. Okay. Just let's put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. So her friend says, okay, um, real quick, I'm not making any judgments here, but I just want to know, are you on drugs right now? <laughs> How great is that fucking question? Because there's uh, nobody, none of your fucking friends would ask you that question right now, unless you were me. Mine no. <laughs> you like, hey, you would ask your What's friend. What's going on? The Vinko would be like, yo, dude, you, do, you want fucking drugs? I'm like, well, I have a friend named Vinko, so I must be. Yeah. So Vinko came in and said that he was raped by a ghost in, in the night. You would you wouldn't ask him if he was on drugs. <laughs> you don't know Vinko. No, nah, that's true. <laughs> I do not know Vinko. <laughs> so she says, "No, nah, I'm not on drugs." And then the friend's like, "Well, yeah, you should probably go see a doctor then, I guess, because something's definitely a problem." And well, hold on. Again, here we go with the American healthcare system. She can't afford yep. to go to see a oh, psychiatrist. But you totally can. You can go just down to the walk-in clinic. I'm sure yeah, that it'll be. Scale. I'm sure it'll be clean. I'm sure you won't have to wait there all day to see somebody. You won't have to worry about a guy that's trying to bite his own ear that's sitting next to you the whole time. Uh, and I'm also sure that you're going to get a top-notch doctor who yeah. doesn't fucking obsess and focus in on you for the rest of his fucking career. Uh, that settles doctor. it. I'm going to go to the he's working walk-in. at a free clinic, which we all know that's what the best fucking doctors do, right? Totally. So, Charles, we, we live in California. Um, high mm-hmm. on the uh, socioeconomic scale here in America. Would you ever go to a free clinic? Um, No. Never. Why? Uh, because the free clinic is not the kind of place that I would go for medical care. Because every time you go by it, it is just... I wouldn't even want to park my car near one. Yeah. And yeah, that's nothing against the rough. people there. Yeah, that's nothing uh, against the people there. I just it is the bottom of the barrel of doctors. Because, I'm sorry, probably, what, 99% of people who become doctors become doctors so they can make money? And there's mm-hmm. maybe I, 1% who do it because they're... They really want to help people. Are those the people who you're going to get so, in a fucking health clinic? Uh, you know I what, Tim? Know. I, well, I was going to say I I have uh, healthcare through my work, and uh, my doctor has only worked one day, one or two days a week since COVID started, mm-hmm. and I I actually pay for that. And he's I'm sure that the free clinic doctor would be there a lot more often than my doctor is. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, yep. I have health insurance, and the last time I went to see my doctor, uh, I gained a little bit of weight because I'm going to blame it on COVID. And he's like, "Oh, you know, uh, let me give you this medicine. It'll help you calm your appetite down." And like that. I'm like, oh, "Okay, well, hey, hey, that's not bad because you know I took a uh, I took a pill to stop me smoking from cigarettes, and it worked." Mm-hmm. So he's like, "I'm going to give you a pill that's going to help you lose weight." I'm like, "Okay, not bad." And then about like 15, 20 minutes after I started asking questions, he's like, oh, uh, when was the last time you went to see an eye doctor? And I'm like, why? And he's like, well, 
because the medicine that he already gave me a prescription for, if you have any kind of eye problems, it can cause permanent blindness. Jesus. Like, what the fuck are you asking me that question for now? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good question to ask before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he was so, looking on the fucking internet when he fucking came across oh it, God. too. He wasn't, like, thinking... This was dude, this wasn't in the back of his fucking brain. He's looking on the fucking internet after he, uh, he already gave me the prescription, and yeah. then he fucking finds out it can cause permanent blindness. You're okay with that, right? If I lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be skinny, blind, and, and uh, God, the girls will just come and run in, Tim. Uh, so I do know one thing about working in uh, public health is that similar to going to law school, you can actually get some of your student loan debt forgiven if you work in the in the uh, volunteer slash public sector of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like if you're a public defender or, or a uh, working at a free clinic, they'll forgive student loan debt a little bit. But yeah, it's a rough scenario and she goes there and... Uh, well, before she goes there, though, Cindy's husband, George, gets bitchy and is screaming about wanting some Off coffee. Screen. Off screen. Yep, yep. And tells her, look, you need, you, you need to get your friend's ass out of here. She probably got evicted, by the way. That's why she was here. And what, was we're she going to pay the rent again? Yeah. <laughs> while we're hearing this argument, Carla scoops her kids up and is like, yeah, I probably don't want my kids hearing this shit. And bounces. So we got to them hanging out at the beach all day. And then all night. Because they're just like... <laughs> the kids are at the beach in their fucking nightgowns, right? Yeah. Their fucking sleeping clothes. Holy shit. In the car, chilling at the beach. Mm-hmm. Finally, Billy's like, look, can we go home and go to bed? Like, we, the cops are going to come and arrest you. Because I don't know what the law is you're breaking right now, but you're definitely breaking a law. So we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. So we go back home. And when they get there, the front door was left open. Carla says, stops. Everybody's like, all right, I'm going to go look around real quick. Walk around. She gets to her room and it's all fucking busted up. And we hear this horrible, like, metal scraping, screeching sound. So then her kids come in and they hear the sound too. And she's like, holy shit, you, okay, you hear it too. I'm, I'm not crazy. You fucking hear it too. And Billy's like, ah, oh, shit, you know what it is? I bet there's fucking people that are under our house right now. Wow. Wes Craven, you fucking cack. Wes Craven. How <laughs> dare you? Well, they didn't have any stairs in this house, to be fair. So Billy, uh, and, and. I gotta say, the like frantic acting of the children and her and the frantic fucking music, like, goddamn, it's a good touch because they get under that house and everybody's screaming and I'm like, God, can everybody just calm down, like take it down ten percent? But it's no. maybe it's just a fucking raccoon. Yeah, but you know what? There's raccoon. so much going on. I mean, sh- they're all still hyped from the night before, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But they went Reminded, to the beach. Yeah. That's got to be calming. Yeah, that's true. Should have had, should have relaxed a little bit at, while they were out there. <laughs> everybody at the <laughs> beach was in their bathing suits, and everybody, all these kids were in the fucking, 
fucking 1920s fucking uh, sleepwear. Yeah, mom's still in a rape prevention turtleneck. And yeah, so Billy goes underneath the house and he's like, hey, check it out. This pipe, if I move it side to side, and that makes the sound, right? So uh, that explains oh, it. She, but she fucking pulls a lowest yeah. lane on him, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She Columbo's his ass and she's like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Just one more thing. Who was touching it before then? Well, okay. Again, let's say there could be a fucking raccoon, something like that, or living some rats. the house. Yeah. But uh, forget the pipe moving. She had her legs spread wide open. <laughs> yes, Tim. Okay. We remember her legs spread wide open. Because apparently, Tim, you didn't remember that until before you watched this movie. Yeah. <sighs> I swear. <laughs> I really, as soon as I sent it to Eddie, and uh, not only, no, no offense to you, Charlie, but once Eddie uh, sent me back, we're doing this with Charlie. I was like, wait, I think I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I you're think like, I well, made a big, big podcast-ending mistake. To be fair, Tim, you knew I was going to be on this episode, so you said, what deviant sexual film should we watch with Charlie again? <laughs> I should have known better. I should have known better between the two pick, the two choices that you had. How did I not know that this was going to be the one that you fucking picked? <laughs> of course he picked this one. And well, this is of... the only one I'd ever seen, so I said, I've seen that one. Let's do that one. You never saw the other movie without spoiling what it's going to be because it depend depending on when this comes out. No, I hadn't seen. Well, it. this this comes out Tuesday, wow. Tim. So quick turnaround okay. here, and uh, they go back into the house, and mom's Just like, "All like right, the ghost." I'm yeah. Mom's <laughs> like, "All right, I'm gonna get this steak knife. I'm gonna hide it under the recliner, and I'm gonna wait for this fucking ghost." Foolproof. Which hats off to her. Look, you gotta try something, right? I mean, mm-hmm. she's yeah, she's not just laying there, right? She's trying to do something to fight back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then her friend Cindy shows up to stay the night, and again, Cindy's good. She's supportive. She's like, yeah. "Look, I'm sorry, my husband sucks. Um, you know what you should do though is you should move out of this house. Clearly." Or, uh, you know, your boyfriend, Gary, when he gets back to town, you should marry him so that he can take care why of do you. I picture, when I hear Gary, then when I see him, and we're going to get who, to who it is. Fucking but Gary. He's more like Gary Marshall than anybody this, else, right? This guy is such a bitch ass. Oh, my you God. You were hoping it was Gary Busey coming. Well, no, we're going to find out that fucking Mo Green. Well, yeah, he's a Mo Green, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, Gary Busey would be good for the ghost because he was, after all, a hider in the house. So. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then they uh, just climb into bed. And I'm like, this is a bad joke, but are we just setting up for a ghost three way? No, they go to sleep. And then I love this bit, this moment where. It's like the ghost comes in and he turns the light on just a little bit and he's like, nah, it's too dangerous right now. I'll come back. And then the ghost dims the light and leaves. <laughs> yeah, what is the point of this? Well, I, I think the point is to show that she's not imagining it. Yeah. That it's actually happening. But again, all right, well, we, we, we have to remember, we're watching a movie, right? 
Yeah, so we are watching point, a movie, too. We still too. haven't seen anything that's happening that there's been anybody else who's really been a witness to what's going on. True. True. Yeah. I would say maybe there were some witnesses to this event that's about to happen when Cindy's on her way to work. And uh, the ghost stomps on the... She had too much robot before she got behind the wheel? Something. (laughs) Because the ghost stomps on the fucking gas at a stop. And she just starts blasting in the traffic. And ladies and gentlemen... Whenever you're making these comments about women drivers, you should know that it's actually just a sexist ghost that's setting them up every right. time. Exactly. If Ben every Shapiro time. died, this is what he would come back as a ghost to do, oh, right? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be one of well, the... Well, wait, uh, he would also... Wait, no. <laughs> that and just to make sure that everybody knew that real women don't get wet. Yeah, he's got to remind them of that. But no, Ben Shapiro would be one of the two little helper ghosts we're about to learn. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Wait, who's the other one? Is it Tucker? Yeah, I could see Tucker being one of the other ones with a stupid little bow tie. Because he doesn't have the actual (laughs) fucking balls. No. He he can hold on to it, yeah. So this is apparently enough um, for her, because she crashes the car to not kill anybody. Um and this is enough where she's like, all right, maybe I should probably go to the clinic, right? Because I almost died and endangered other people. Responsible. Mm-hmm. And here we meet Dr. Snyderman. Dr. Ron. Dr. Ron. Yeah, he's, uh, he's fucking sucks. Because she's telling him about what happened. And he's like, hey, is this the first time this has happened? I mean, to be fair... Think of what he sees on a daily basis. Okay. You know, people coming in. Because he's he's through the free clinic still, right? Yes, yes. So, I mean, come on. Everybody's covered in bugs. Everybody's seeing shit that's not there. Yeah. No, I, I, he, I get oh, yeah. that. Come on. This, on yeah. a Tuesday, this is not his craziest fucking patient. I he's get... writing you a prescription for something that's going to make you fucking blind, and he's shuffling you out the door. I'm going to give you a tranquilizer. It's not going to yeah. knock you out. It's just going to make you feel groovy. Here's your Yobo weight loss medication. Uh, get on out of here, sir. Will, will this help me? I'll get you out of my Go office. Go to the store and buy some fucking whipped cream and you'll be okay. Yeah, pop a couple of whippets, call me in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Two whippets and call me in the morning. There you go. And so he's like, all right, well, cool. You got ghost raped. Um, so that's not the first time this happened. Or this is the first time this happened. Can I can I ask you? Did it feel like it was a man? <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I mean, that's kind of a gender stereotype." No, she doesn't. Uh, He's precariously hiding his erection. Hold on, wait, hold question. on, hold on. Wait, yeah. Charlie, did you just yes. fucking post a picture of fucking Ron per- Ron Silva without a mustache and beard? Yeah, I, Holy yeah, shit. I sent that to you. Isn't he like? He looks like I don't know. He looks like when Bart was Rat Boy on The Simpsons. Oh yeah, that's how he looks. <laughs> He looks like fucking Balky from uh, Perfect Strangers. Ugh. Yeah, Bronson Pinchot, that's a bad look. Yeah. <laughs> Good voice, yeah, but bad look. Yeah. The mustache and the beard helps him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah, he asked, Does it, did it feel like a man? She's like, yeah, it felt like a man. <gasps> he says, well, this did you... This is where you... we get to the, the fucking SVU of the, the movie, yep. right? Yep. So he goes, okay, well, did you feel pain? And she's like, yeah. I was fucking ghost raped. What do you think? <laughs> and then he asks him, 
did the ghost ejaculate? Yeah, because you know what? I looked down and I saw steam coming out. And the only thing I can think of, Tim, is now we have an origin story for... Baby ghost. That's that. Oh, see, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, for the baby See, baby ghost is when, when, when a woman meets a ghost that they oh, don't really God. like each other, but he still forces himself on her, and she gets pregnant, and then a Republican Congress and Senate says she must have that baby no matter what. That's how you got baby ghosts. That's how you get a baby hey, ghost. Sure, Tim, sir. baby ghost worked his way into your heart, and now you are a better person for it. it look, I don't care who you are. If you hear that song... <laughs> Baby Ghost is your fucking hero. Yeah. Baby Ghost is the wing beneath the wind beneath my wings. If Atari lasted longer, there would have been a Baby Ghost game. There probably was just, an unreleased one. It I'm was sure. just the Entity game retitled Baby yeah. Ghost. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and it was Knock still a swastika. The <laughs> they just played it in reverse, so he was trying to get out of the holes. Exactly. So. So, yeah, he says, all right, that's great. So, look, admitting to, that you have a problem is the first step to recovery, but we need you to go to the lab, get some tests done. It's probably going to take like two hours. It's cool, though. It, it'll be more boring than invasive. You'll be fine. And it just kind of like ushers her ass out. Then we cut to she comes home at night. <laughs> so she's had a rough fucking day. Mm-hmm. And yes, her daughter's. I have, I have a question about with what she's going to what she's going to do and what happens. Okay? Yeah. So her daughter waited up for her. It's like, mommy, I, I waited up for you because I was worried about you. She's like, that's that's nice, dear. You should probably go to bed. Where's Billy at? And she's like, oh, Billy's out in the garage. And the other daughter's asleep. He's always in the garage, right? Yeah, always in the garage. Always tinkering on under that. the hood. Well, well, he's fixing her car, because remember, she crashed it, and she said, can you fix it? And he's like, that'll be expensive, but he's yeah. working on her car. But he can definitely fix it. So she talks her kids in, has a little talk with uh, Billy fixing the car, tells him, look, it's okay. Um, I had a test done, and we're all good. Don't Whatever you do, though, if Jerry, uh, my boyfriend, calls... Don't tell them about what happened. Oh, God. Boyfriend? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Liberal. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the, the traveling salesman, maybe Jerry. maybe the worst casting ever in a fucking movie. Oh, God. <laughs> so now it's time to uh, settle in for a nice, relaxing bath. She was just... Okay, here's, here's my thing. Okay, she is mixing Mr. Bubble, okay, which... It was a big thing when I was growing up. I don't, Eddie, do you know who Mr. Bubble is? I'm familiar with his work. <laughs> Charlie, you ever used Mr. Bubble? I have not. Okay. She is mixing Mr. Bubble with who mm-hmm. knows what kind of fucking chemicals are in that shit. Epsom salt. Epsom salts. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she might be breathing in some fumes. I don't think that's what happens here, Tim. I think she invented bath salts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is a bath salt. So she goes to have a nice. It's just the bubble, which is for baths. Mix Epsom salt. So there you go. Yeah. You know I'm gonna look this up. I go wanna know it. what happens because if you mix certain chemicals like uh, like you. toilet, I remember watching bleach. chips. Yeah. And hearing if you mix Pepsi with urine, it causes toxic gas. What? 
It was chips. Yeah. Uh, okay. What is it? It's. I think it's ammonia uh, and bleach creates. Yeah, that's what it is. Gas agent, but so she just had a rough night the night before. So after she do was whippets. Don't do ammonia and bleach. Yes, she had a rough ghost rape night the night before. She just went to the fucking doctor because she almost killed people because her gas pedal got stomped on. She went to the doctors then and had them poke and prod at her to do whatever a rape kit is. I'm sure that's fucking really good back in 1982. She just wants to relax, Tim. There's no DNA. Never mind ghost you can, DNA. Holy Christ. You can, mix, you can mix Epsom salts and bubble bath. There's no problem there. Okay. So there you go, Tim. She just wants to have a fucking relaxing bath. And well... I, I love fucking Mr. Bubble. We hope you've enjoyed these 45 episodes of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> maybe we're going to come back and have a reunion show. Talk about, you know, some of our favorite moments, who some of the best guests were. Some Highlight of the funniest. Reel. Up to like, 45 already? Holy Christ. Yeah, some of the funniest, like, bits that we've done or some of the funniest stories that we've gone into. Because, Tim, we're getting canceled because the ghost shuts the door and just fucking pounds her out. Yep. Yeah. I mean, people really, you have to watch this fucking movie because. I'm not going to get graphic on it, but it's very no, graphic. I, again, we're, we're going to try to gloss over this as much as we can, but. Mm, mm-hmm. You can't really gloss over it because it's integral to the story. Yeah, it's kind of the story is she gets again. I am so sorry. Hamida. <laughs> Yeah, Don't apologize. It's, it's just, okay, Tim. Yeah. But at least the ghost had the courtesy to shut the door first, so the kids didn't like walk in on it. Well, that oh, okay. Oh, Hold God on. Here's a question I have written down. Okay, and this might come back later on in the movie. Why the fuck is she taking a bath with the both fucking bathroom doors open? She has a son, and she has two fucking kids. Why mm-hmm. is she taking a fucking bath with the fucking doors open? Because she wants a witness to be able to hear her scream if a ghost starts raping her, would be my or guess. Or if she's, like, doing something underneath those bubbles? She's Okay, that's the theory that we come up to, and she's not doing anything under the... Anyhow, we go back to the doctor, and she says, All right, look, you see how I've got fucking bite marks on me that are, like, not where I could bite myself? Uh, Can you explain that, Doc? Yeah. He, well, he explains it, which is, I think that's a valid point that he has, right? No. He says well, it's Well, you his... have people who fucking get stigmata. So, you believe no, in Jesus? Tim. People don't get stigmata. They do that to themselves. Oh, oh shit. You, you really think, Tim, I know you went to Catholic school. You believe that people's hands just start opening up. Like, no, of their own I, volition. I, dude, I went to Catholic school, and I was a fucking atheist by, like, fucking fifth grade, okay? Yeah, that's the quickest way to I become an atheist. fucking, like, four or five fucking years in Catholic school being atheist, which wasn't fun. No. <laughs> which involved Tim going, hey, you see the entity? Yeah. And I was still an altar boy. <laughs> but at yeah. that point, it was like, hey, you know what? I get out of school early on Wednesdays. If I start 12 o'clock masses, 
I serve a mass from 12 until 12.30. Then I get an extra half an hour for my lunch break, so I don't have to go back into school until 1 o'clock. That's a win-win. Yeah, that's a, a quick way to get out of going to school is to go to church. Plus, I was a fat, uh, unattractive altar boy, so that probably helped. Wow. Well, that's good. That 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 made you safer than her. Uh, because she's telling the doctor, like, look, here's the other thing. I've got these bruises on my ankles, right? So I guess <sighs> there were three ghosts. Two of them were smaller. And the doctor's like, were they children? She's like, no. So she has three kids, and all of a sudden, yeah. three ghosts. Well, because involved, the doctor's right? next question is, were they dwarves? And she's like, I, I don't know. Yo, didn't you see fucking Phantasm, Ron Sil Silver? Come on. Yeah, it was Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. He, Him and uh, Eric the Midget were fucking down there. What? <laughs> it was Jawas. Yeah, it was Jawas. Oh, God. Jawas and a Wookiee, right? So hey, well, hey, she does just... say he's very large <laughs> and big, right? Mm -hmm. I was gonna say you just described a new fetish right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Holy Spoke shit! Spoke it into existence. So he says, it's "Look, canon. You're you're delusional. Clearly, you're insane. This is hysteria. There's nothing medically wrong with you. Uh, okay. There's nothing." Here's what I love is. How long did, in this movie before a man told the woman that whatever she thinks that she's going through, okay, it's part of hysteria? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think there's any, been, any man who's ever been accused of falling into hysteria, right? Mm, Not to my I, knowledge. It's always women. I've been told I'm think hysterical. Think about it for real. Come on. I know I'm drunk. I know I'm high. It's yeah. fucking a uh, long time since I've been drinking. It's... But for real, when was the last time you heard a man was accused of falling victim to hysteria? Well, okay, it's... Tim, but this is a valid point. When was the last time you heard of a man being raped by a ghost? Well, Dan Aykroyd and Ghostbusters. Yeah. That was consensual. Well, uh, yeah, but you know what? Uh, he let it happen. I, I know it's going to be politically correct. I might be canceled, but... Dan Aykroyd was asking for it, right? Yeah, look what he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, your dick that is jumpsuit. out. That jumpsuit. Yeah. That's, his dick wasn't out. The ghost took his pants off. I I very clearly remember that scene. No, so Tim, the you reason why... Uh, I'm a 52-year-old guy. I could stop a ghost from taking my fucking pants off if I didn't want it to happen. Tim, right? you're a 52-year-old guy. Do you sleep with your pants on in a belt? No, I sleep naked. <laughs> okay. So the reason why men aren't uh generally said that it's hysteria tim is... and he just got that mental image that's why he just chuckled <laughs> yeah i'm moving away from it tim moving right away is that tim uh, his... hysteria was originally believed to be the woman's uterus was like a wild animal that was going crazy in them and that's where the the hysterectomy term See? comes there from that 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 is why that fucking word and everything it's associated with is always associated with women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Plus, they're crazy. Like, that's the other... <laughs> well, I mean, look, if the shoe fits. All right. I'm sorry to Tim all the had, women. Tim had to look around women. for his wife before he said that. He was like, yeah, they're crazy. Yeah. Tim looked over his shoulder and then said... Look, and I she's said, married to me. We're coming up on like a what, 13, 14 years together? Maybe, oh no, altogether, maybe 15, 16 years together. So she wow. must be crazy if she's still, still with me. Mm -hmm. 
True. Very true. She puts up with your ass. So then I love his next suggestion is he's like, all right, so you're crazy. You're not, there's nothing physically wrong with you. You're not stupid because we tested for being, you being stupid. You're above <laughs> average for a woman. For a woman. Yeah. You can read. So he says, did something happen to you when you were a kid? Here yep. we go. Well, turns out that, uh, yeah, she had some problems when she was a kid. Her dad was a preacher who held her the wrong way. The wrong way, which we all know what that means, right? Yeah, yeah, and we don't want to get into that too much. He says, all right, fine. Look, you're delusional. It's no problem. I, I got this. Go home and take a bath. All right. Check mark number one. Don't tell the person who was just rape taking a bath to go take a bath. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Holy fucking shit. I'm like, no matter, he, no matter what she says to him, at this point, he is just not listening to her, right? No. Because, he's exactly, an idiot. Even if she, even if he thinks that she's completely insane and making this shit up, she's going to say, she's going to tell him what just happened to her the last time she took a fucking bath. Mm-hmm. And his advice is... Don't worry about it. Go home. Take a bath. Yeah. Take a bath. Here's some drugs, too. I'm going to give you some drugs. And then uh, make sure you're not alone. Have a trip coach to hang out with you <laughs> while you're on whatever crazy... So you don't crazy... slip under. Yeah. Well, you're on whatever crazy fucking lewds or whatever shit we're prescribing in 82. Who knows? And then Doc's like, all right... Uh, also, I'll give you a ride home. Well, he, again, yeah. at this point in the movie, we still not 100% sure what's going on, right? She yeah. just is seen sitting outside on a bench, and he comes out, which we're going to assume has to be at least, what, maybe an hour at least? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a while. Yeah, because she's, she's his last patient, then she leaves, so it's going to take at least an hour, maybe two hours of paperwork and all that shit before he comes out. And mm-hmm. there she is sitting, and she says that she called two cab companies, but they didn't pick her up. And then he's like, well, I'll give you a ride home. And I'm like, is that really ethical? <laughs> she told them, yeah, I'm at the free clinic, and they all said, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't want no fucking hepatitis B in my fucking car. No, no. This and this is back in the day when the hospitals used to just like dump people who were about to die off and call them a cab, so that they well, wouldn't get wait, sued. What do you mean back in the day? That's that's what fucking happens now. Oh, okay. Well, that's still going on. Uh, in '82, it must have been even fucking worse. They probably loaded them into the cab, like just shoved <laughs> them in the trunk. You can fit two more back there. <laughs> they hand us some money, however far this will take them. He thinks Go. he flies anyway, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, Doc gives her a ride home, walks up, immediately charms Billy. It's like, hey, what is that, a 63, a 64 you're working on there? Mm -hmm. What you got in there, uh, 235? All right. I'm going to go talk to your rape mom. See ya. Yeah, don't worry about it. And again, like any teenage son, when his single mom comes home and there's a new fucking dude who has that kind of mustache and beard... He's just like, yeah, he knows what kind of car I have, so it's okay. Yep, yep. He must be Immediately cool. checks out, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, God. He's like, all right, so let's go take a look at the places where you were ghost raped. And then we go on a little can I ghost. Get a, can I get a tour? 
of your fucking house where it happened. We go on a ghost rape tour of her house, and she's like, Zach "Yeah, that's Brannigan. Yeah, Zach, Zach Baggins or whatever, yeah, Bilbo. I don't know." <laughs> and he's like, "All right." Look, so yeah, that's cool, whatever. That's a bathroom. He doesn't even like really go in there. He's like, yeah, it's a bedroom. Maybe we'll hang out in here a little later, if you know what I mean. And he says, uh, now, nah, it's cool. This house isn't haunted, man. This is all just your memories because you have had a bad childhood. And uh, you you were afraid of the dark, right? Just like, yeah. And he's like, all right, remember your father you're talking about? He was a minister that raped you. Oh, God. She's like, yeah. And he's like, did your mom know? Like yeah, my mom knew, so I ran away. And I went. Religious parents who were so against sex, right? Well, we're getting to that point. This is the part where she describes how she went to New York and met Mario. Tim. (laughs) Yo, I yo, this is one hundred percent the kind of woman that my friend Mario would fucking pick up. (laughs) Did you see this by yourself or with your family, Tim, in the theater? Uh, I saw this with my mother. In the movie. Oh just boy! Wow! Yeah. yeah. She just whenever the doctor was talking about her her oldest. That's son, how I just, just learned kept... like to tune the whole world out and just pretend that the only person who ex- existed was me. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> that's a good coping mechanism. Maybe we could have recommended Carla learn how to do that. Uh, so. Yeah, Mario got her pregnant at 16. Then he got addicted to the pills and the booze. Which is really an incredible fucking thing. Because, again, this movie came out in, what, 1984? 82. You never heard about somebody getting addicted to pills at that point, right? True, true. Alcohol, yes. Cocaine. Even if she said drugs or something Mm -hmm. like that. But she specifically says drinking and pills. Yeah. Again, that's really fucking like, holy shit. At that time, you never heard that fucking thing about pills. Because yeah, pills were good. In 82, 84, what kind of pills were around? Oh, like I said, lewds. It was whatever the doctor was going to give her so she could go. Uh, but that wasn't like something that was in like the whole fucking conscious of the fucking people going to see no, movies, right? No. no, no, not at all. So yeah, then Mario died in a uh, motorcycle accident. Dude, let me tell you, if my friend Mario could pick a way to go out, he'd either be fucking and having a heart attack or being killed on a fucking motorcycle. Okay. Preferably so, both. So we've learned, Mario. We've learned about Mario. Apparently, this was your Mario in this movie. Um, so the doc's like, well, how'd you feel about Mario dying? She's like, it's probably cool. I think he got a one-up mushroom or whatever. No. <laughs> well, no, I th- again, he has another fucking crazy point because she said at first he he said he asked her that question, and then she says, "Well, I was his wife," which she was sixteen years old. So, mm-hmm. how the fuck did she get married? But let's let's pass over that. Mm-hmm. Then Put she says, "I was his wife." So, how do you think I felt? And then he says, "Well, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you." Which yeah. is you know a good psychiatrist question. And then she says. I was glad. Yeah, I thanked God. Yeah, I thanked God, which, well, here we go. It's because she's covering shit up. Because he says, how did you feel about your husband dying? And then she's like, well, how did you think I feel? So she's deflecting it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, well, her husband died. I don't want to ask any more questions. But then when she's pressed, she's like, 
Yeah, I thank God that motherfucker was dead. Yeah, he sucked. And she says, I also thank God for my uh, next lover, Bob. Oh, Bob, God. the uh, older man who knocked her up with the two uh, daughters. Yeah. Uh, by Bob the way. Must have a credible head of hair. Must have, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Bob, who um, they never got married, and she has no idea where he is. Just vanished. Mm-hmm. Ghost. Oh. Now I'm seeing. Well, like, no, we, I'm really we're seeing the pattern that here. This movie and what real life happened is completely different because in the real life she had four sons, in this mm-hmm. one she has two mm-hmm. daughters. So, but you see the pattern they're trying to set up here that maybe she is manifesting it herself or at least mentally because look at her troubled relationships, uh, look at you know her kids, you know who like you described earlier, you know she's got the son, she's got the young daughters. You know they're drawn. They're trying to draw those parallels and get them all established in your mind. That well, well I remember when I saw this in the movie theaters. Even at like fourteen, mm-hmm. thirteen years old, whenever this movie came out, that was the first thing that I thought is she's crazy, and yes. this is what she's what she's doing to herself. But eh, yeah. I was thirteen years old, so who yeah. knows? So then there's this moment, right, kind of right after that, where they click for a second, and she says, "Look, I'll do your treatment." And it, what she says is smart. She says, because, look, either it is me, right, and I am crazy, and if it's that, then it needs to get fucking fixed and it needs to stop. But if we figure out that it's not me, then you are going to need to accept that, and we're wow. going to need to fucking Eddie, move on from there. We have a the sleep callback, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So I was just drinking beer. So, what? <laughs> wow, I had to drink a they beer. Have their, they shit. have their little gentleman's agreement here, and the uh, and the kids get home. And the doctor's like, all right, well, the kids are here. I don't want anything to fucking do with this, so I'm going to peace out. Drives off, and it's time for an ice cream sundae party. Or is it? Oh, boy, there's no party to be had here. Tim. Oh, there was a party, just it wasn't them having a good time. No, no, they weren't having a good time. <laughs> this is not a Ben and Jerry's flavor. But no, 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 no. This is the 32nd flavor from Baskin and Robbins, which is rape. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the forbidden Cancel flavor. Baskin and Robbins. Tim, the movie that you selected has the mother who's the protagonist in it getting raped in front of her children. And again, at an ice cream party. I am sorry, <laughs> Tim. How do you answer for yourself? Like, how do you sleep at night? Really, uh, I really should have gone farther into the fucking database <laughs> on the blood bank instead of eat. I never want to hear about erotic lactation ever again. <laughs> no, no, Charlie. I'm sorry. It's still wrong. <laughs> yeah, it is. Doesn't still make wrong. doesn't it's make true. ghost rape any better. It is incestuous, and at least this isn't incestuous. Oh, wait, we'll get to that. So <laughs> Billy tries to stop this rape from happening. And I will say I had a little moment of reprieve when Raiden's lightning bolts started shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm making this episode well, okay, funny. So you say Raiden okay? later on. I have a comic book character that shows up in this book. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm doing what I can to make it funny, folks. Just stick with me, okay? Because oh, yeah, Billy again, gets... I'm sorry. We're trying okay, to make this Tim. a little bit entertaining. Tim. Tim, it's okay. And Billy falls to the ground with a broken wrist. He's yabba-dabba done. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. She could use it. Oh, my God. She could use a great gazoo. That would make this so much better. If she just had a oh, dumb no, dumb, no, hold on, hold on, should wait, leave this the, is the house. fucking dark side of kazoo. Oh, the dark side. This of is what he does all the fucking dummies, right? <laughs> Tim, <laughs> now I just want the documentary series like the dark side of the ring with just the dark side of kazoo, and it's just him <laughs> like, punishing people for repeatedly fucking up in life. <laughs> oh God! So we cut to the next day. Well, there's a shitload of doctors that are all asking her about her attack, right? Okay, Eddie, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Which one wins for the most smoked film? I, Tim, I had, yeah, I had this note. Is it this or is it the uh, M, the scene where everybody had a crazy smoking utensil? Because holy shit, these doctors, I mean, it's insane that their outfits are white. How? <laughs> it has to be fucking off-white, right? At least yep. off-white. If if it's not fucking yellow, it's off-white. Yeah, this is like a bone color or like an eggshell. We're not getting white, like pure white here. <laughs> Would you ever go to a doctor who smoked a cigar? You know yeah. what, actually? I might I nowadays. Yeah. I would because no, the doctor give me a pipe. Sm- give me a pipe. You're smart if you smoke a pipe, right? Because no. you're not actually inhaling. You're just going to give yourself mouth cancer. To be no, if, if I went to a doctor who smoked, I would trust that man because he would be like, yeah, I smoke. Fuck it. It's going to kill me. Yeah, but he would also tell you, you you don't need your vaccination. So fuck yeah. that. He's not right? going to, but he's also not going to write you unnecessary prescriptions. He'll just be yeah. like, take it. Shit oh, might make God, you blind. Charlie, but... you're doing your fucking doctor wrong. You want the doctor to write you unnecessary prescriptions, right? Yeah, like a weight loss <laughs> pill that makes you go blind. Oh, my knee. Yeah. Oh, my hip. Shit'll make you blind or impotent, but you know, you'll, yeah. it'll cure you. But it's you'll cool. get to an age where you don't care as long as it feels good. Mm. He'll just he'll look you it's in true. the face and say, "How do you feel about snake venom?" Shit works. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard, I actually I just finished listening to a book where snake venom is supposed to give you a hard on, like you're gonna believe. Only one mm. way to test it. So Tim's about to go die in the Sahara as we cut to these fucking doctors. And they're treating her like she's a fucking nutter. Like, what? Okay. I don't know. Wait, I did get you it. say nutter? Yeah, she's out. She's cuckoo pants, right? <laughs> she's out to lunch. She's, uh, I don't know. What do you guys say in New York for somebody being uh, bonkers? She's playing three-card Monty with a one card. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which I get, right? But then maybe we should look into the whole lightning thing that happened. And then I, I love this that one of the people asks her, okay, "Well, uh, again, this is a comedy show, right? Uh, you sure? Is that Emperor 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 Palpatine? Yes, that was Emperor Palpatine that could shoot lightning out of his fingers. That's she As had a far, Sith well, Lord. We don't know it's his fingers, right? Wait, wait, wait! Um, Eddie true, knows true. a Star Wars reference. Wait a minute." See, I, he's watched I'm, them. He's no, I know a, this shit. He's a secret fan. I'm not a fan. I know this shit mostly through Osmosis and the uh, Knights of the Old Republic video games, which were very good. 
by the way. Uh, okay, they were right actually. Me. They were very good. I'll give you a little bit of cover of it, but I'm gonna fucking catch you with a Star Wars, Star Wars question where you have to know it. Okay, you can you can do that later, but it, as long as it's um. Mara Jade. No idea okay. what you oh, just well, were talking about. You know about. who she is. Is that the thing that the uh, what's her name, the goop lady, put in her pussy? The Jade. Yup. Exactly. <sighs> okay. But did so, I just read on the internet that her fucking goop pussy candle fucking burn somebody's house down? <laughs> oh, that's so good. I wish my dick would burn somebody's fucking house down. <laughs> Can you imagine the friction? Yeah. By the way, uh, Bloody Bits, we're going to start selling candles that smell like my nuts. Uh, oh, If it works shit. for the goop yeah, lady. That's right. You can get Eddie's nuts or you can get Tim Yobo's plastic uh, paper bag smell. Which one do you want? <laughs> or a combo. Oh, Nobody's so the winner here. Back to this fucking movie. <laughs> I love that they the person this is asks her. Sponsors. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't have sponsors because of Mike Wood. That's why. He fucking he did it right. He killed the fucking sponsors. No. Because this podcast scam. I listen to, they're much crazier than we are. There's a podcast I listen to, like fucking basically supports terrorism, Damn. and they still have fucking ads. I so I teased it in, or I talked about it actually in our last bonus episode of the Candace Files episode three, where we talk about the Rougarou, the Lugaloo, and then a uh, real life vampire in New Orleans. A salad. <laughs> and I teased, the, I, I told the story about why we lost our sponsorship, and it has to do with it sounding sarcastic when I said doctors, referring to the people that give so, you the prescriptions. Eddie, you have to let me, <laughs> drunk Yobo, do the fucking ad read. Come on. Uh, no, Tim. Actually, and, and I had a conversation with my wife about this, Tim. It's we, we love that you go on so many different podcasts because it helps to promote ours, but I'm... Yes. I, think i want to cut you a sound clip of how to promote our podcast so that please, when they ask please, you please holy fucking shit because i just got finished doing a fucking mini bit and i literally wrote down a fucking, my own ad copy oh Patreon.com god forward slash bloody bits we are a podcast we have lots of bonus episodes and a private server that you can watch movies on yeah that's see listen to the paper i'm not lying Okay, Rush Limba, uh, we get you. There's a paper, so it's real. So the person asks her if this ghost rapist left you, would that diminish how you are as a woman? Oh my fucking god! Holy Christ! What a fucking question! Would it reflect on you poorly as a woman if the ghost that's raping you left? That's right, because you know what, lady. If you can't satisfy your ghost rapist, what does that say about you, right? Mm. Hey, this movie is asking the hard questions, you guys. That's true. The hard questions no one wants to ask. Yep. It is. It is asking. Yeah, so nobody. Nobody asked. Nobody wants the answers to. Yeah, and she's like, "No, it. It wouldn't. I just want this fucker to be gone, you idiots." And then she dips out. And immediately when she leaves, they're like, well, clearly she's just masturbating, right? She's just oh, masturbating. She's yeah. making. Well, again, here's a, here's a great scene because as soon as she leaves, they all fucking drop their professional fucking demeanor, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, and just... they're all just fucking guys now. And there's what? One woman there who fucking sells her out the fucking river. But yeah. That's well, it. Uh, we can all agree uh, this chick is masturbating. Yeah, she's she's a, she masturbating. got caught by her son. Yeah. So she came came over the crazy ass fucking story. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the other doctor. Oh, I love his fucking theory, Tim. She's like, you know what she needs? 
She just needs a real man to go just fucking bang her out and calm her down. Uh, no, wait, hold on, Eddie, because I think another one says, no, 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 you don't understand, doctor. A real man is what freaks her out. Mm-hmm. She likes mm-hmm. adolescence. She uh, likes guys who yeah. aren't on her level. So now that she has this Mo Green guy in her life, it's scaring the shit out of her, and she doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Again, who wrote this movie? Not me. <laughs> I'm sorry for picking this movie. I can't no, it's, I it's Don't fine. Apologize. So this movie to, is it, nothing to apologize, Tim. And to address it, I, I did read several feminist theory articles where they were discussing this movie and kind of what it really might have been talking about. And there's an argument to be made for the fact that, like, it is in large a, a parable for a supernatural parable to try to help people like men specifically to understand what it must feel like to be a woman who was sexually assaulted and nobody fucking believes her. The struggle of like your friends, your family, the professional that, yes. community. You know, you go to the doctors and they just treat mm-hmm. you like you're a fucking lab rat. They want to run tests on you but nobody cares nobody questioning everything that happened what happened to you before Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what happened to you on friday night what happened to you 10 years ago that made you dress like that when you went out to the bar and made yourself get raped yeah and yeah and then pairing that with the the other social pressure of like say you were a woman in the early to mid 80s that wanted to try to have a professional (laughs) career uh, you know, as horrible as, as that sounds. Which, you know what? I feel bad for this woman. Yeah. Not because of what happened to her, because how no, much that money was is fine. she spending on fucking typing school? Which yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yeah, and then people just saying like, well, clearly she just needs a man to step in and take care of her and then solve all these problems for her. But like, thank you. Credits right on one hand because also, but the other thing, what the professionals are saying is that. When a real man, quote unquote, steps in, mm-hmm. she freaks out and she doesn't know what to do. Well, that person was an incel that said that, right? <laughs> He's the, I'm the nice guy. And, you know, she just keeps going for all of these real men that won't treat her like I do. Well, come on. Mo Green has your boyfriend. Really? <laughs> yeah, true. Really? So we cut to Mo Green. Oh, Jerry. I think Jerry, Mo Green. Jerry, wait, Jerry. didn't Mo Green take uh, Al Pacino's brother to that fucking club where they donkey fucked? No, <laughs> no, that was uh, no. That's part two. Mo Green was the one who's he's banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Oh, yeah. that's right. He gets shot in the eye. Yes. He ended up like you, Tim. He went blind in one eye. So yeah, it is. It is Mo Green from The Godfather, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Rocco. And oh. again, and he worst, also played first fucking casting ever, right? Terrible. No, no, no. He played B. Arthur in an episode of Family Guy. I think that's the <laughs> best casting ever. God damn it. Wow. Really? The best joke wow. I ever yes. from any, I think it was Jeffrey Ross who was doing some fucking roast. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who it was, but he got up and he made a joke about how he wouldn't fuck her with B. Arthur's dick. Yeah. <laughs> and B. Arthur was in the fucking audience and she was almost fucking uh, pissing her pants. Uh, that's a good line. that fucking joke. And that is maybe still one of the greatest fucking jokes I've ever heard in my life. I wouldn't yeah. fuck her with B. Arthur's dick. That's a good line. That's a very good line. 
uh, Jeffrey Ross. I actually saw him. Actually, when I was a PA, I did one of the uh, I did one of his comedy specials, and he he was really really fucking good compared yeah. to the other three comedians. Who and then I three, saw him like maybe like seven or eight years ago. We walking down the fucking street and had fucking dreadlocks on. Jesus, sort of like fucking wow. Bo Derek. <laughs> no, I don't think he looked like Bo Derek, Tim. <laughs> no, he didn't look like. I said I he... he was done up like Bo Derek. Oh, okay. He was, was like a say. three instead of a ten. Oh, he was a three. Okay, <laughs> that's good. It's, you know, I mean, you it's could possible. be worse. Three is a possibility. <laughs> yeah, three. Three is not outside of the scope of reality for you. Hey, three is okay with me. <laughs> but <laughs> it wasn't okay with fucking poor Carla. Uh, oh God shit! Damn it. <laughs> oh, that's it. Show over. You show can't over, talk. ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah, so that's you... it. So, can I unscrew my Yeti and do a mic drop right now? Yeah, no, you you can't, Tim. I sent you that Yeti, so don't break it, please. So we cut to her with her bow, Jerry, and he says, "Hey, you know, you look different. You have like a serious look in your eyes." What what's changed? And she's like, I don't fucking know. I've been demon raped repeatedly. No, she doesn't say that. She says on the tip of her tongue. I don't want to tell you because then you might think that I'm crazy. And then you might leave me. And he's like, nah, nah, it's cool. I already know you're crazy and I'm not gonna I wouldn't leave you. I'm <laughs> Hey look, honey, with you. I'm Mo Green. You're like over twenty five years old. I'm with you and you have three kids. There's nothing you can lay on me at this point that's going to freak me out, right? By the way, he's not with her. I, I get the feeling that he's just like the traveling salesman hooking up. He's got he's got a Carla in every major city. Yes, he does. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, fuck that shit. He's fucking Alex Rocco. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he says, "Look, I wouldn't leave you even if you were crazy." Sure. By the way, I've got a surprise for you. I'm going to go we on the road again. We said that to some woman at one point in our life, right? <laughs> mm. I got a surprise. Yeah. I'm going to go get it. He never came back. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> I have a surprise. It's at the 7-Eleven. I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot I smoked cigarettes. I'll be right back. Yeah, I got to go pick up a quart of milk. Uh, no, he says, look. No, the worst I, one is you want some ice cream? I'll bring, I'll bring back some ice cream for you and the kids. <laughs> yeah, because the, the guy left you and the kids don't get ice cream. That's right. That's extra fucking Blue disappointment. Loose. For a fat kid, that's double disappointment. Oh, no wow. daddy, no ice cream. <laughs> so I get it, Tim. I get where you're coming from. He says, no, the, the surprise is um, I'm only going to go on the road one more time. Just, just one last job. Uh, from Grand Theft Auto, from fucking Red Dead Redemption 2, just one last job, and then from everything, right? Yeah. He might at this point he might as well say, "I'm one more job away, and then I get to retire, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna live on my, we're gonna live on my boat, baby. Don't worry, everything's gonna be perfect." Yeah, yeah. I've been saving all this money in a uh, shoebox somewhere you're never going it, to... It's anytime, you, you know, you hear about scammers talking and shit. It's just bullshit. So she gets sad. And she says, look, hey, just take me with you. How about that? He's like, ooh, nope, that's going <laughs> to... Can't do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, how would I explain you to all the other Carlas? I, I mean, uh, what about... what about You, you have a job in, in school... Oh, yeah, and you've got kids, too. I like that the kids is the third thing that he mentions. <laughs> like, 
She goes, yeah, that's true. I do have children that I, I need to pay attention to. I guess it was just a pipe dream. Anyhow, you, I know you've got to go, and i got to go through what I'm going through, which is, you know, being without you. It's not like a ghost is raping me or something. Multiple ghosts, multiply raping me. Anyhow. And then he's like, all right, cool. Let's fuck again. <laughs> She's like, no, nah, I don't really want to fuck again. I'm kind of not feeling it. Right one for the road and uh she's like i'm kind of not fucking it oh and by the way i also don't want you to give me a ride home i'm gonna get a cab and i'm like man this guy must really fucking suck like (laughs) she's going back to that fucking house with mr lightning like holy shit but maybe she was reminded that she's a mother she has to go pay attention to her children and make sure she left her kids alone in the house where she's getting raped repeatedly repeatedly she's left her kids alone in this house but the the ghost doesn't care about her or about her kids you know like okay at least the ghost that's a redeeming quality at least he's not raping the kids yes if there's one thing that's a positive (laughs) about the ghost so I love this one she she grabs a magazine she's thumbing through it She's, you know, just chilled out in her in her uh, bed. The kids are already asleep. Uh, her son with the broken lightning wrist is asleep. She falls asleep. And about two hours why later... why he broke his wrist. Yeah. You know what? Oh, there you go. Maybe he's been uh, taken after mom with the, the covering up his masturbation, right? Oh, it was the ghost. Broke my wrist. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. How much, fu- how much fucking smell is coming out of this fucking house? The apple doesn't That's fall why far when from the people tree. walk in later on, like, what's that smell? And it's like, it smells like ammonia and fish. <laughs> God. It damn. smells like those trees that smell like cum. <laughs> it smells like those trees that smell like cum. Not it smells like cum. It smells like the tree that smells like cum. Uh, so she goes to sleep, and Tim. Another one of your scenes coming up, everybody. And I do got to admit. Well, it has been 15 minutes, right? It's been 15 minutes. And I do have to admit, Tim, the visual effect that they use for this, first of all, disturbing. Yes. (laughs) Um, Second of all, effective, I would say. Uh, yeah, except for one point where you could like, you could see that her head is just like sitting in the bed, right? Yeah, yeah. Because... Again, 14 years old, watching this, you, you're not thinking, wow, I wonder how they did the special effects. You're just like, what the fuck am I watching? I'm way too young yeah. for this. Yeah, 14 years old, you're like, I shouldn't be watching this. Because she, her nude body begins to get manipulated uh, by the unseen hands of this spirit, is the best way <laughs> mm-hmm. I can describe it. If Hollow you've ever Man, s- you hacks. Uh, yeah, Hollow Man, you hacks. Invisible uh, tr- Man, you hack, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Trick or Treat, by the way, reminded me of with the girl with the, the headphones on, only without the monster popping up at the end of it. So, yeah, Tim, to, to your point, the visual effects team, what they did was they created like a prosthetic body. Mm-hmm. And then they would like reach up underneath of it and grab parts of it to indent it. They really focused a lot on the nipples, uh, I would like to say. Well, hey, if you know what you're doing, right? But you know what? You do have to admit practical effects. 
Mm-hmm. It is practical effects. I do appreciate that. So hats off to you guys for that one. Tops off. Uh, yeah. And this one's kind of rough because she's asleep and having a dream. And Oh, God. Here we go. Yes. Enjoying what's happening. The fucking mixed signals that this fucking movie is sending, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's been arguments made by terrible people that women enjoy this happening to them. And that therefore it is not rape. Uh, maybe like they're getting into Fight that. Club, but the wrong way, right? Yes. Yeah. This is watching Fight Club the wrong way. Because she wakes <laughs> up and she's pissed off, obviously. And the first thing she does, smashes every mirror in her room. She can't look at herself. She feels shitty. Mm-hmm. Billy runs in. It's like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, look, I, I like it. She doesn't say this, but the feeling is she's ashamed. And she's like, you, you need to get the fuck out. And Billy's like, oh, shit. All right, well. Okay, um, go work on the other wrist, I guess. <laughs> Tim, I gotta make Wait, it this, funny. This is a fucking Pornhub setup, right? He, her son has a no, wrist, Tim. so he can't Tim, do this it. is not... No. By the way, Justin Wang, one of my favorite YouTube video creators, did a uh, video about the mom that was jacking her son off because he broke both of his arms. God, Jesus Christ. There's a guy on Reddit. You should definitely go check that out. Justin Wang, one of my favorite YouTube creators. Well, to be fair. Justin Wang, that's it? Yep. To be fair. It has no balls, it's just a Wang? W-H-A-N-G. Tim, currently on Pornhub, there are 642 selections for the sh- for the search term ghost. <laughs> how, many have, how many searches come back with broken arms? I don't know, but here's the second one. Having sex with ghost is totally fun. And then in parentheses, dead sex. Totally fun. So you know that's a fucking valley girl who made that video, right? Yep, yep. Here's it's one where I guess they CG'd an actual ghost penis. <laughs> God damn it. God. <laughs> to the bloody bits. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Charlie's a great fucking person to have around because he don't care what the fuck is on his search engine, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he will search no, it out no matter what. There's well, I mean, another one of our listeners that's also a Grindbin listener that has a Twitter account that has no problem with just posting hardcore pornography to his Twitter uh, all day. Is it CR? <laughs> yeah, and hats off to that man, dude. <laughs> this is a direct shout out to you. You're fucking living your best life. I love it. Keep it up. Okay. Yeah, every once in a while I see it and I'm like, oh man, should I fucking like this tweet? Because I know who that fucking lady is. <laughs> I'm like, Wait, do, do I, I know this person? I know who that lady is. I am do a I... fan of her work. Do I know this person? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know who you know, sir. Oh, if you haven't so... gotten Twitter account with posting that and CR, you don't know who he. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know who it is. I don't, you don't, I don't know, know who we're talking about. <laughs> so she goes to talk to her doctor, and she says, "Look, I feel like shit because I had an orgasm. I feel shame because the ghost tricked me. I was having a dream, not about you, doctor. So shut up. 
Uh, uh, as much as he would like to think it's about him, right? Yeah, and I think this is why he gets pissed off and tells her, you need to check yourself into the hospital because we need to observe you. And she's like, yeah, that's yeah. right. I need to watch you and see what's going on. Yeah, yes. I got to I got to see this firsthand or secondhand. And uh, she's like, look, I'm not going to commit myself like I have a life and children and stuff. Yeah, but this is when shit gets real, right? Because he's mm-hmm. like, yo, yo, I can have you in the fucking mental hospital by the end of the day. And sadly, he's not wrong. He says, I could just have you committed. Remember when you tried to kill yourself? She's like, what are you talking about? I didn't try to kill myself. He's like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Remember that little incident with the car? So again, here's a guy holding his power over her, mm-hmm. getting her to do what he wants, right? Yeah, thinking he knows what's best for her, trying to quote-unquote take care of her. And she says, yeah, no, I'm not crazy, okay? I know this sounds crazy, <laughs> But, but I not. have a great idea how I can solve this whole problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has a great idea, too, which is, uh, I, oh, God. So, yeah, first she says, I'll just go, I'll work with you, doctor. I'll go to school. I'll raise my kids. And I guess I'll just comply with the ghost. She's going to go along with it, she says. Yes. Yeah. There's a horrible reality to try to entertain, folks. Um, I am so sorry I picked this movie. <laughs> and really, okay. out of all the movies, why the fuck did my mother take me to see this goddamn movie? Yeah, that's just this movie. How there many movies do you tell us where you're like, I saw this with my mom and my dad. I was four years old. <laughs> yeah, but there's a difference between seeing Beyond the Door and seeing this. Okay. Yeah, this is a little rough. But that's okay, because the doctor has an explanation. He pulls out his Dungeons & Dragons monster manual. And he says, all right. Oh, my fucking God. He has... This is a fucking Zodiac fucking scrapbook, right? The way he has it cut out? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Because he's telling her, like, look, you see all these monsters? And she's like, yeah, cool, whatever. This, This looks like... What is this, heavy metal, the comic book? What are we getting into here? Fuck yeah. And he, he says, no, nah, it's not heavy metal, the comic. That I have that if, we, if you want to get into that later. I can explain it to you, you know. Uh, no, these are all monsters. People used to believe would rape them and impregnate them. And, uh, you know, it's all hallucinations that come from your trauma. And, Tim, this was what you were talking about earlier with, he asks her, what was your family afraid of? Repeatedly. Did we get to the point yet where we find out that her father? What what does her father do for a living? Well, he's a minister. Yes. Yeah. And what is like the big thing that they're against? Well, um, gay marriage. Oh no, sorry, sex. Yeah. Yeah. And so he says, "Yeah, see, it makes perfect sense. You're afraid of sex. This is manifesting as sex. Also, there's a big tough ghost. So why does he need helpers?" You said it yourself. It's two little ones. You've got your son. She has three kids. One adult son Mm -hmm. and two little kids, right? Who's a good-looking boy, he also points out. (laughs) I I think at one point she even tells him that he he is the spitting image of his father. Mario. Yeah, he's he's like a Luigi or maybe even a Wario. (laughs) 
Hi, more Wario, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, no. No, I don't want to fuck my son. She leaves. And we just see her outside of uh, Cindy's house. And, well, again, here we go. Because here's how the movie is running that fucking uh, borderline, right? Because she, I think she protests too much, right? It was disgusting. It's on you, whatever he's, oh, she goes off like three fucking minutes with how disgusting it was that he suggests that she might have something going on with her son. Yeah. Yeah. She pointed out to Cindy and, and definitely gets pretty graphic with it, but I get it. Like I'd be fucking pissed too. And Cindy's like, look, okay, maybe he did go a step too far, right? We can all agree on that point, but maybe you should keep going because maybe going a little too far is part of this whole exercise that you need to participate in for your therapy. Then George just starts screaming at them. And she's like, all right, hold on. George and I just got to go do this thing for an hour. He's totally not like a human personification of the weird abusive relationships that you've had, not only with the rapist ghost, but with your previous partners and your father. Don't worry about that. We're not drawing any sort of an analogy Because here. at one point, doesn't somebody say that the guy that she's dating now, Alex Rocco, is old enough to be her father? Yes. And yes, he is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, George sucks. He's a man-baby. And Cindy's like, all right, just stay at our place. It's fine. Things are cool. Just stay here. Great. I'm going to go do this stupid shit with George. Cindy and George leave. Carla calls Billy. Says, hey, how are things going at the house? Good. The doctor was here, though. He's looking for you. Don't tell him where I am. <laughs> Understandable. Well, also, at some point, she says to the doctor, he's like, you know, with everything that's going on, even if you think what's happening is real, don't you think you should be, you should try to protect yourself and do something for your at least for your kid's sake, right? Yeah. And she says, "Oh, don't worry, he would never hurt the kids." Yes. Yeah. He's only interested in me, and then they ask her why. But, uh, again, let's get getting back to like the battered woman thing. How many women have said that? He's, he's only going to do it to me. He he'll, he would never do that to the kids. He only does that to me. And it's actually interesting when you talk to people who have been like abused by their parents. They're like, why? You know, hitting a child is a bad thing, right? And then you say, well, but didn't your, your parent hit you? Well, yeah, but I made them do it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a way of taking some sort of power and ownership over it, even though... It's because you can't conceptualize that the thing that's supposed to be loving and caring to you is like actively attacking and trying to destroy you, even if for a moment. So, yeah, kind of rough, buddy. Anyhow, thanks for the pick, I'm Tim. I'm sorry I picked we- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we, My uh, next pick is going to be much, much, much lighter, I promise you. It's okay. You know what? Sometimes the heavy shit's good, too. So... Cindy goes out to the car to tell George, like, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's all good. Let's let's head out of here. And then their house explodes. <sighs> it's a little windy outside, so maybe that explains it. No, wait, no. I can see the wind in this fucking scene, right? Oh, yes. You can see the wind in this scene. This is the entity, and it's fucking pissed off. Because it wrecks this house. It breaks fucking everything. Like, this... This house is done, though. And 
yeah yeah he's like oh you think you're in charge here i'm in charge so then i, I love this george and cindy run up to the house they're like what the fuck happened carla and george is like look you wrecked my house how did why did you do that and i love cindy looks at him and's like no motherfucker i'm sorry you saw what just happened okay like she did not do this this whole house blew up basically like all the windows blew in it oh my god there's no way to dis- to explain this rationally and then carla just breaks down she's like oh thank god somebody else fucking saw this <laughs> like finally again here we go here's a woman who's saying that something's happening to her and finally somebody believes her yeah she's not it, she's more relieved by this event taking place because somebody saw it than afraid that that fucking house blew up around her that's saying something so we cut to the adult or adult not the adult the occult <laughs> section of the bookstore <laughs> And this is a fun one because Carla overhears these dudes talking about like, well, yeah, I mean, there was a full torso vapor that, you know, appeared, but it clearly didn't leave any sort of ectoplasmic residue. That's ridiculous. And she stands up and she's like, I got some ectoplasm. And they're like, (laughs) in more ways than one. When I saw this movie, this is another part that I remember in the thing where the two guys come in, they're talking. And I, how I remember this, she says, like, I have a ghost. You want to come home? I have a ghost. Come to my place. Check it out. It's out back. I'll show it to you. And she's like, "Look, yeah, I got some. I got some shit for you. Let's let's come over to my fucking house, and then then you can explain that." So then they start the Zach Bagginsing, walking around with the recorder. And he's like, "All right, so what happened here?" She's like, "Well, the door slammed." He's like, "Oh, like this?" And he slams the door. She's like, "Yeah, like that, but not like with a bitch ass wrist like you have, like a man." slammed the door <laughs> and then she's like then the the house also started shaking the guy's like you know like an earthquake and she's like no like shaking like an earthquake just jostles things like i'm talking about shaking the house and uh she's like then that's where the lightning hit my son and they're like all right hold on just one second here just real quick it's not that we don't believe you but we want to believe you the right way. So we're going to go get some coffee, okay? <laughs> we need to prove that this is real before we just start believing Raiden was coming to Earth and there was a quickening, okay? She's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go get you some coffee. Leaves to go get the coffee. Whole house shakes. You know, you see the mirror going fucking crazy. And then they're like, oh, God, this fucking stinks in here, too. And then they can see their breath. And the, you look over at Carla, and she's got the smuggest fucking look on her face. I love it. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, fucker. You see this? Take a look. Oh, I maybe this maybe there's some shit going on. And they're like, yeah, we, we got to go to the car get some equipment. She's like, yeah, good. Go get your little equipment. Come back here. Okay. Maybe believe me when I tell you something. Yeah, maybe listen, stupid. So then we (laughs) got to them, and they're having a slumber party. And Tim, it's the one time she wakes up in the middle of the night 
mm-hmm. and it's not bad. So I'll let you yeah, do this scene. It, actually, this works out for her, right? Yeah, works out well. So she's laying in bed. It's about three in the morning. She wakes up because there's a rustling. And well, what does she see? Uh, force lightning. Force lightning. <laughs> yep. And it's just kind of like hovering above the bed. And everybody else wakes up and they're looking at it like, what the fuck? That's way Well, minute. yeah, because the professionals, they shit their pants, right? They don't know yeah. what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they literally shit their pants. I think it, it, I think she has to tell them what to do, right? Yeah, she's like, look, you want to get the cameras real quick? Like, maybe we should be capturing this. And then I love she, like, starts reaching up to, like, touch the lightning. Maybe not mm-hmm. a good idea, but whatever. And she's like, oh. Hey, you can't even get me. Look at look at this. Hey, fucker. Hey, you bastard. Come on down here. <laughs> you look. You can't even fucking touch us. Look at this. Look at this bitch ass up here with his little lightning show. Uh, hey, why don't you die, you bastard? I'm like, well, he's already dead. I don't think he can die. You know, <laughs> he's a <Double> ghost. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, photographs from this? actual event yeah they're orbs they're not good well there's that one Wait, that's there's like real the pictures from this movie well, i don't know what you want no no from the actual event of the case that this is mm-hmm. about i don't know if you want to call them real well, but there's suppose- an arc there's an arc of light that supposedly was witnessed um by several people and they did catch it on film from what they claim yeah but it is kind of it's interesting to look at the pictures with that context and then see this scene. There's a lot of scenes that are interesting to see coming up. <laughs> um, um especially when she, Carla wakes up and is dancing around the house with all of her family saying it's a beautiful day. Uh what? <laughs> Wait a minute. She's like, "Well, the ghost like is he, he he's a he can't do shit now." She's like, "I've heard these rumors from these tribes in Africa that if you take a photo of something, it takes part of their soul." So that's probably what happened to the ghost. <laughs> okay, but she doesn't actually say that. That's not in this movie, yes. That's not She's in like, this movie. Are we watching the same movie? Disclaimer. Not actually in this footage. Yeah, disclaimer, not in this footage. So the researchers go over to Dr. Cooley about this. And, and they're like, look, take, take a look at this. Here's some electricity. And she's like, all right. I mean, his house kind of looks like it sucks. You sure it's grounded, right? Like, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, look, dude. I've been in some houses that had shoddy electrical work. I've never fucking seen sparks flying around the ceiling. All right, but, no. But ghost rapists, I have seen that, and they do seen this. that. Yeah, exp- no. Uh, <laughs> and then she's like, also the smell could have just been a dead cat. Okay, I feel mm-hmm. like you would have found that, but whatever. Moving on. Oh, and the thing's well, shaking. Can you control when people smell a dead animal? It's like yeah. once you walk into this room, you're gonna smell it, and once you walk out of this room, you're not gonna smell it anymore. Yeah, generally you control that by there being a dead animal. So if there's no dead animal in the room, you probably don't smell it. Okay. Also, uh, tremors. Could have been a tremor. 
No explanation about it being so cold that they could see their breath in Southern California indoors in what appeared to be, like, not winter. But, hey, you know, who knows? So he, she tells him, all right, we need to eliminate all the other possibilities. Go in there. We'll start with the traditional world science. Measure everything around there. Make sure that we can say it wasn't, you know, bad electricity or wiring. Oh, and go talk to her psychiatrist. See what the diagnosis was. That's going to end up well for us. Yeah, that should be easy, right? Just find out from a psychiatrist what uh, what this patient has been telling him. Yeah, there's no such thing as the Hippocratic Oath back then, so it's uh, fine. There's no HIPAA regulations. There's no sort of client privilege. Whatever. Fuck no it. No boundaries between psychiatrist and patient. Yeah, yeah. So we cut to her pad, and she's got like a hundred people in there just wiring everything up. And uh, Snyderman, Dr. Snyderman walks in. He doesn't like what the fuck's going on in here. Meets up with... They're milking his cash cow. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to be the one to make all the discoveries. They're cutting in on his turf. That's Mm -hmm. true, yeah. And he bumps into them and tells them, like, look... You need to, like, get rid of, you know, this whole idea that it's this supernatural. What are you, you your students, parapsychology? Haha, <laughs> whatever. Why don't you guys go hit up a talk show and bend some spoons? I'm going to go back and talk to Carla. Cause, uh, Which is interesting that you said that because I think when they go to the bookstore, one of the books that she goes past is Yuri Geller's book. Yeah, right? that, exactly. Prominently, prominently featured. Yeah. So you tell the people making the movie maybe weren't big fans of Yuri Geller. Who is? Unless you're a sucker. Um, or Yuri unless Geller. you're a fucking spoon company. If I'm a spoon company, I love fucking Yuri Geller. That's true. A lot of sales there. The You know what? I bet the plastic spoon companies probably don't like him so much. You think much. when he makes love, he likes a spoon? I think he's the big spoon or the little spoon. <laughs> he's the crooked spoon. Oh, he's crooked all right. So Snyderman goes back to talk to Carla. He's like, hey, I'm uh, worried about you. You missed your uh, appointment yesterday. By the way, you look good. Is this like a new shampoo you're using or something? This is... He has crossed the fucking line, right? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I think offering her the ride home the first day was uh, crossing the line, but... Well, no, because what he says... All right, maybe this is a bullshit fucking cover, but he says, this is how I find out if any of my patients trust me by driving them around. It was a joke. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, this is like uh, this is like this is brought up between the ethics board between whether this guy is worse or whether it's worse for a gynecologist to look up old girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. Like she's wow. like, yeah, what I'm, a great I'm, joke. I'm, Sorry, that passed over everybody's head. <laughs> that that's okay. That's okay. Gynecologists, Jim, I, whether or not it's ethical for them to look up look old up, girlfriends. Look up an old girlfriend, like up yes. into their uh, vagina, right, Tim? I didn't say into. Look up their uh, their their labius minora and majora, Tim. I don't know what you're talking about. That's good. <laughs> so uh, she's that. Yeah, I've never felt better. I, I'm getting some rest because I'm. Uh, conquering this demon that that lives in my house or whatever she doesn't say that but he says look carla remember that book that i showed you and he has a line here and i think he fucked it up he says in that book that i showed you well the people that are here 
they're doing the same thing as the people in that book. They're looking for things like dragons or bats. Okay, problem. Bats are real. <laughs> okay. So I think he means bats that turn into vampires. Bats are Let's real. Hope, right? I hope so. Because if not, this doctor just doesn't believe in bats. Well, also, hold on, Eddie. You, we're forgetting something. This doctor works at a free clinic okay mm-hmm. so he's not top notch that's true he might not know about bats he's already whoa, had whoa, like four whoa, or five complaints whoa. but other patients getting too close to them right tim wait so just because he works at a free clinic does not mean he went through the full years required to be a medical doctor uh here's a here's a great thing that i heard and i don't know where i heard it but what's the difference between an a doctor a doctor who scored all a's in medical school and a d doctor who scored scored all uh scored in all his tests in school i don't know tim what is the difference nothing they're both doctors Mm. you you make a valid point yeah, no, that's that's definitely true. One so of them just vaccinations, motherfuckers, has to be a proctologist, and then the other one gets to be like a dermatologist who can just prescribe one well, of three medications. That, like most doctors, the reason they became doctors is because they couldn't cut ve- veterinarian school; it was too hard, yeah. so they became doctors. <laughs> yeah, they'd rather just work on humans. Oh God! So yeah, she's like, "Look, I remember the book that you showed me, and." Let's just say I disagree with you, okay, stupid? But yes, because I'm a woman. I'm yeah. over eighteen years old, and yeah. I am allowed to disagree with what you think I should do. Look, bats are real, okay? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> all right. How about this then? You can still see me, but you can still do all this goofy shit too. Oh, like, so this is the point in the relationship where, you're like, all right, I know you're fucking other dudes, but. Can we still hang out together? Yeah. Right? I'll, we'll just remain friends, right? Which, we'll just hang around. Actually, Tim, you just jogged my memory. That makes a very good point. Because didn't he say that she has problems with authoritative males in her life? Mm-hmm. And then that usually causes her to go somewhere else? Now look at this. He's the authority male figure in her life. She's going somewhere else. Yep. You know? Physician, heal thyself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Proved mm. him right. Bats do not exist. That's true. <laughs> Done. But no, she doesn't fall for it. She's like, nah, I have a better idea. Why don't you just fucking pound sand and get the fuck out of here? Your methods have made shit worse, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah, true. Exa- that's exactly what she says to him. Every time I talk to you, the only thing that happened is it got worse after I talked to you. Yeah, so fuck off. And he fucks off, but on the way to fucking off... He runs into Billy, and he's like, "Look, Billy, can you just oh, do gosh. me a favor? Next stop time, stop fucking your mom. Yeah, <laughs> stop fucking your mom." No, Billy goes, so, "Wait, what? Good looking so sexy around your mom, Bill. No, he he says, "Look, next time when your mom's having her weird girl fit thing that they all do, just don't hysteria. Pre- yeah, don't pretend. It's not long. called hysteria, right? <laughs> it's, it's not called a hysteria either." Uh, it's called his hysteria. So he says, "Don't just don't pretend along with her, okay? Don't validate her bullshit with you pretending it and making." And he holds his hand up and he's like, "Yeah, I didn't pretend a broken hand, idiot." So again, just go fuck off. 
They got unless him. you're going to give me a sponge bath, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, unless you're going to give me a happy ending because I can't jerk off anymore. Because again, <laughs> that's right. Because you know what? Yeah, I I can only do it with one hand. Yeah. So give me a fucking banana peel and I can do it. Snyderman fucking fucks off like he's supposed to do, and he goes whining. <laughs> we get like five scenes. Of him coming up here, just whining to his superior. Oh, yeah. This is the fucking academia part. I like this. Yeah. Like they show how yeah. cutthroat it is. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't I don't like it because those two uh, uh, parapsychology students, well, they're, uh, they're hanging they're out with her. They're sleeping in the same bedroom with her, and I can't even get to first base. Yeah. I, she won't even let me see where the ghost touched her. And, and he's like, look, I don't know what... He's like, well, maybe you could get them kicked out of the of the school. You can, can you talk you to the dean? Talk to the We're dean, white, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it's like some shitty like Animal House fucking plot scenario we got cooking up here. Like they're gonna have some weird frat Olympics, I guess, and get these guys kicked off the campus or something. Like, what the fuck? Be a grown ass man, dude. What are you go doing? over there? Kick their nerd asses and win yes. her back. Would Ogre have done this? No. No, Ogre would not have. Are you going to tell me Ron Silver can't take both of those fucking guys at the same time? And those guys look like some bitch asses, if I'm I'm just going to be honest. 100%. I would have loved it if Curtis Armstrong showed up. One of those already in (laughs) college, right? And he's still fucking, he's already fucking bald. But it's got to be like, I I need like a Kumite uh, Ogre showing up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Team USA fighter, whose tactic is getting drunk and swinging wildly with haymakers. No, no, hey, it's got to be it's got to be the first episode of Renegade Ogre because oh. he's the one who shoots Lorenzo Lamas's wife. Yeah, yep. <laughs> oh. Tim, you know all about that. He's about Lorenzo Lamas's wife about. getting shot. <laughs> yeah, which one? So yeah. His daddy tells him, look, there's... Oh, wait. That's why that guy's name is Six Killer? Because he shot six of that guy's fucking ex-wives already? <laughs> hey, man. You call a pro. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, his daddy tells him, you're fucked. There's nothing you can do, so fuck off. Back to her crib. She's being taped. She's talking smack to the fucking ghost. Like, where are you? Aren't you going to present yourself? I mean, come on. Here I am. Look, ooh, here's my vagina. Take a look at it. Oh, boy. And the ghost just starts tossing pong dots all over. <laughs> Which. This these, is ghost Budokai, right? Yeah. It's just these bitch-ass little fireworks that he's tossing around. And she keeps talking shit to him. She's like, no, no, no. We don't want to see your little fireworks. We want you to come out. Come on. Come on, buddy. What you got? And I love that then the professor, Cooley, she gets all like, no, um, Mr. Mr. Spirit, please, please present yourself. Are you trapped here? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Are you trapped here? Are you trapped in that vagina? Are you? I want you to appear. And Carla's like, no, he's a devil out of hell and he's afraid. He's just going to wait till I'm all alone again. Little dick motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even good in bed. I was faking. 
Okay, that's a bad joke. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> oh my god. Oh, and uh, yeah, then he gets pissed off and manifests as. Oh, uh, wait, wait, is this where we find out that the rapist is the Green Lantern? This is where we find out that the rapist is a cross between Slimer and some whack ass Star Trek teleporter Green Funk. It's the Green Lantern. I'm telling you. Could be the Green Lantern. That's true. Is it Ryan Reynolds the Green Lantern? Ooh, was it Ryan Reynolds? No, it was Zack Snyder Green Lantern. Come on. Okay. I don't know what that means. You so have four hours of your life longer than I do. Okay. <laughs> so then Tim, after, I got a lot more hours left than you do. <laughs> we'll see, motherfucker. Keep drinking the night train and fucking Mad Dog Thirty Thirty, and we'll see who lives yeah, longer. Keep, keep drinking those tabs. I got, a, we'll see I got a bar, lives. man. I got a high bar here. I feel like John Belushi doing that fucking Saturday Night Lights skit where he's like, "I'm going to dance on everybody's grave." Yeah. <laughs> the first one to die. See how that turned out. So uh, they ask Carla to leave after uh, the whack-ass Slimer fucking disappears. And she's like, all right, cool. I'm going to get out of here anyway, peace. She goes out. Billy's like, what happened? She's like, no, nah, that's cool, man. Don't even don't even worry yeah, about again, it. He's, there's something wrong with this fucking kid because he's listening outside his mom's fucking room, right? Mm-hmm. And then she comes out and she's like, oh, don't worry about it, whatever, whatever. There's 30 fucking people in the house. And he's like, oh, okay, good, Mom. I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. And the- Only guilty people sleep when shit's going down, right? I I guess, Tim. But uh, other question that I have, she asks the two other children why they're awake. Hmm. There's a hundred people in her house filming a fucking TV show well, in the no, kitchen. No, wait, hold on, hold on. He, uh, again, all right, Eddie, great fucking point. Because she says to the kids, why are you awake? And they say, we heard you, right? Oh, God. But already, 15 to 20 minutes before, when she's showing those two geeks around the house and they're slamming the doors and doing mm-hmm. all that shit, she says, oh, well, the kids, they're deep sleepers. It didn't wake them up. Oh, that's a good point. Right? So you know, door slamming, mirror smashing, and uh, shenanigans going on. Mm-hmm. They don't hear it, but they can hear like all the fucking college kids hanging out, smoking fucking pot, and drinking beers in the house. Tim, we need to get Kolchak on the case. He'd have this mm. shit wrapped up in under yes, an hour. Yes, he would. Holy shit, yeah. Yep. I mean, Kolchak. Yeah. Kolchak is bold. Kolchak is the one who does the, uh, the supernatural shit. Yes. So Cooley says, all right, here's what's going on. Clearly, I've thought this through. We all know that there's multiple dimensions. Something has come through one of the dimensions. We need to set up a controlled situation, isolate it, and get proof. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What? Hold on. And right about then, Jerry shows up with wine. Wine? No. Does he bring wine? I think the wine's already in the house. He he shows up no, with a he, package. He but brought I don't, wine I don't in know a package. Wine. He brought wine in a package because he says, "I got you good wine." <laughs> Instead asks, of that Thunderbird, I usually bring. Yeah, and he asks, he's like, uh, "What's going on here? I've been trying to call you, but a different person answers the phone every time uh, I call." That's my answering service, honey. Don't worry about it. That's why it sounds like a sexy woman. Okay. Cool. Um. How come you've got an entire college dorm in here having a party? She's like, well, I've been having trouble sleeping at night. 
(laughs) (laughs) You know, again, hats off to Barbara Hershey because she is fucking tap dancing around these fucking questions. She really is. And uh, he's like, cool. Usually um, when I have trouble sleeping, I just like take a pill. I don't call a regular doctor. I don't call a bunch of fucking teenage kids to hang out at my house. I don't. Yeah. Call a bunch of kids and throw a party. She's like, all right, look, man, I don't know what's going on. Hold on. I'm going to chug this wine real quick. And she fucking (laughs) downs a tumbler of wine. And she's like, all right. What's great about it is I I listen to this with my headphones on. They're fucking plastic wine glasses, too. Yeah. (laughs) Because when he takes them out and he puts them on the counter, it makes it sound the plastic fucking wine glasses. And I'm thinking, this is one of those fucking trick wine glasses that you buy at an amusement park or a joke shop where you can pretend to drink it, but it never actually goes into your mouth? No, this Barbara Hershey is getting fucking shadracked here in this scene, buddy. She is like, we need to retake the scene over and over again because she's been traumatized. They're just you know what I will say this about uh, Barbara Hershey after watching this movie, she is my hero. Good, yeah, mm-hmm. amazing in this be. movie. Chugs her wine, says, "All right, look, I'm going to break it down to you. When you left, I got attacked by nobody. Well, nobody that you can see." And she's like laughing and crying, and I'm like, "Oh my god." <sighs> This woman is at the end it's, of her fucking It's a rope. confusing scene because, again, nobody knows how you're going to react with, with a situation like that, right? So, and how do you exactly. explain it? And, I mean, I most people, these is, are like red she's flags. she's laughing because it's such an uncomfortable thing. And when she hears herself saying it, she realizes how crazy it sounds, which whether or not it's real, she thinks it's really happening to her, right? Oh, so yeah. I think what she's doing is like one of those things where you like you try to laugh something. It's like whistling through a graveyard, right? It's better to laugh and say that you got raped by a ghost instead of breaking down and crying and saying that you got raped by a ghost. Yeah, it's sort of like if your co-host brings the entity in to be the episode that you're going to Well, you know what? Hold on, cover. Eddie. Hold on. Co-host. <laughs> Who's the boss? Co, right? <laughs> I think I'm think I'm I'm 49 on this one. You're 51. percent I'm going to say on this one. All right. So you're Tony Danza. Once you and start I'm making Angela. money on the Patreon, though, we're 50 50. That's true. Once I start <laughs> making money on the Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Bloody Bits. By the way, um, and plenty of other ways to donate money. I think you can buy Eddie a cup of coffee, which who yeah, knows going to get you. I don't have that advertised yet. I got to figure that website out. That's when do you guys weird. when do you guys release your uh, OnlyFans? Oh shit! That's gonna be. I'm Tim's completely joint. naked, but I just have the paper bag over my head. But you don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you, you get raped by a ghost. Volcano. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, dude, doing like ASMR of a ghost banging me out. Like, uh, 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 <laughs> now that I've lost bad. my hearing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not gonna happen because uh, he says, "All right, look, I know you can't sleep." But I'm here now, and I guarantee you that it's all over. Because I'm here, and starting tonight, I'm here forever. By the way, I got you a surprise. And Tim, (sighs) this motherfucker, this fucking dude surprise he gives her. This is a me gift, right? This is a gift I buy for myself? Yeah. Which I'm going to say, one time I was on a business trip, 
and I did buy my girlfriend lingerie from Victoria's Secret. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was kind of a dick move back then. I didn't realize it, but yeah, not the right thing to do. No. But on the other hand, he does give her. It's not Victoria's Secret, right? It's not even Frederick's of Hollywood. It's no. the Little House on the Prairie fucking uh, lingerie. He gives yeah, her. it's not like that revealing or anything. It's just like a silk nighty. But then, it, well, hold on, Barbara Hershey and that she's gonna fill it out. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And he is Alex Rocco, so for him, this is va 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 voom. I'm gonna see her ankles. <laughs> That's true. So uh, as she, he says, all right. Well, now why don't you go uh, put that on for me, sweetheart? I'm gonna go wash up. <laughs> he goes to. You wash don't up. see the scene in any more move. movies, right? No. <laughs> no. You know what else you don't see? I can't see? believe he didn't like fucking splash some fucking clone underneath his arms and underneath his balls. Well, Tim, <laughs> I made a note. Here's something you never see anymore. He fucking hits on some Banaka. Yes. T- oh, wait. Wait, that's Tanactin. Sorry. Tanactin's the one that's for Jockage. Banaka is the one for bad breath. Oh, wait. Hold on. Maybe he doesn't want to get that Jockage. So when he's away, he might be spraying that in his mouth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You can't bring it back home. Yeah, he's Alex he's been Taco. in some rough places. Yeah, Banaka, <laughs> man. Do they even still fucking make that? They do, yes. Charles, Well, buddy. how else are you going to come if you fucking smell a night train and Mad Dog, huh? Charles, what kind <laughs> of life are you living that you, you still encounter binocular, binocular? Do they Do they still make Banaka? Yeah, you can get drunk on it when you can't find any night train. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> like six quarts, that's all it takes? Yeah. <laughs> no, you gotta drink like seven of them. <laughs> it's the old Dennis Leary bit about uh, uh, NyQuil being the 13th step. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, he goes, Banaka's up, and walks into the bedroom where Tim... She's just getting raped surprise, again. Surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, like, oh, you started without me. It's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Uh, mind if I cut in here? <laughs> no. He goes to help, maybe? Wait. The first time he tries to help and then he gets thrown back, right? Yeah. And then the second time, his thing is to pick up a fucking chair. Yeah, that you know what it reminds me of, Tim, is the old joke about the Flash walks into a room and Wonder Woman's laying there naked. Oh, so, oh see, I, yeah, okay. I didn't hear that. I so didn't hear he, the, I didn't hear it was a Flash. I, the, he, the superhero I heard, he could fly. He saw Wonder Woman naked with the legs spread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he goes in there and bangs her real Actually, quick. It was and, Superman. What the fuck? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes in there, bangs her real quick, and then leaves and. Uh, Wonder Woman's like, what the fuck? What was that? And then the Invisible Man says, I don't know, but my ass hurts. <laughs> so, can you imagine if he just like, if the ghost was just so distracted that this dude just like climbs on top of her? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh God! And he just fucks this ghost in his ass, but he doesn't. He gets thrown across the room, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm out of here. This I can't fucking deal with this shit at all." Yeah, I just got cucked by a ghost. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm never mind, out of here." And but to be fair, he does give it a shot, right? He picks up a yes. chair. Yes. 
Well, he... See, the thing I get with him, and I think it even shows up later on, is that he's not even really doing it for her. I think he's doing it because he thinks he's supposed to be a man, and this is what he's supposed to do, right? Yeah. As a man. Because when push comes to shove, he's out of there. Yeah, that's true. Because, oh, wait, no, hold on. Oh, wait, we skipped over. Because she tells him, right? Yeah, help. That she was sexually assaulted by a ghost. And he goes, oh, thank God. I thought you were talking about something that really happened. Yeah. Right? When she was trying to laugh, cry, explain it. She said it's like a dream. It happened, but it didn't happen. It was somebody was that wasn't there. I don't think she discreetly says the word ghost. But she no. implies uh, yeah, it. No, again, right? because, again, she's tap dancing around what, what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. But, again, that's not something that you say, right? Oh, thank God it's all in your head and it wasn't real. Yeah. Oh, She who? just told but, but, you that shit. There's something going on. Whether or not it's real or not, there's something fucking up. But yeah. how do you explain it? Because even him, he's just going to be like, uh-huh. Like, even then, like. I mean, now you can try to say, yeah, I got raped by a ghost. And you're going to have 20 different blogs contacting you. You're going to have a bunch of different fucking websites. There's probably a Quora, you know, forum where they're like, yeah, you know, I, I got raped by a ghost. Let me tell you what happened. You know what I mean? Like, there's just 40 years of difference, man. How do you handle it? I, I yeah. yeah, maybe differently than being relieved. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, well, oh, oh, shit. Well, I guess that's oh, open up a whole, right. whole so it's not can a, of worms, but uh, she's still a virgin yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it's right? Not a, it's not a real threat. She's just crazy. Okay, yeah, exactly. well, never mind. Yo, this fucking lady's masturbating like crazy. she got to go into a mental hospital. Yeah. <laughs> it's like David Tell when he when he talked about working at, the, uh, at, at McDonald's, and he's like, you know, I'm going to change the word, but, you know, She's. They say she's crazy, but them titties ain't crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that pussy's crazy. Always watch out for crazy pussy. Tim, Tim they got the it. best pills. Tim and his crazy pussy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so now he gets a chair and goes to break it over the ghost's back, but the ghost like dips, and he just like elkabongs her with. Well, chair. no, no. The sun comes in just as he's getting ready to hit the ghost. Yes. So the son is walking into a thing where his mom is naked, mm-hmm. and who he thinks is going to be, her, at the very least, that's her boyfriend, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. his stepfather sees this guy picking up a fucking chair, and as far Seriously. as he knows, going to fucking smash his mom with it. I mean, to be fair, though, you just got lightning and your wrist broken by a ghost. If you see a dude trying to beat your naked mom with a chair, maybe you might assume that it was the ghost. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Uh, yeah. Give me three no. seconds. Maybe I can think about that. But one second? You're going to see okay. that shit? What are you going to do? That's just your I mean, natural well, instinct, no matter it's what. It's not exactly a normal situation either. You yeah. know, so you can't expect them to behave rationally. Right, and at least you should give everybody a mulligan in this scenario. You know no, what I mean? Dude, <laughs> like... Come on, for real. It's your mom. Whether or not you see some guy who's going to hit your fucking mom yeah. with a chair, your first reaction is going to be, well, you know what? I have a broken wrist because of ghost. Well, to... think, what the fuck is going on? To be fair, the ghost's going to pass my mom up every time. Like, that's not even a problem in, in this scenario. So <laughs> it's like, I, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I feel you, Tim. But, like, then he beats the shit out of Jerry 
which of course, okay, I get it. I'm with you, Tim. I'm I'm on the same page as you. We cut to the the doctor's office though, and they're like sitting across the hall from each other, Billy and the two daughters and and Jerry, and they're like mean mugging each other. Like at this point, you can have the conversation. Like I was trying to hit the ghost. Oh well, uh, okay. I guess that's why you were doing that. Sorry I beat you up. Nah, I get the feeling that they have some bad blood and this might well, be an excuse. Again, here we go. Uh, maybe something about my uh, my growing up. What teenage guy is going to like anybody who's dating his mom? No matter what. Okay, fair point. He's not 25. He's not 30. He doesn't have his own girlfriend. He doesn't have his own life yet, right? Still, yeah. this is some guy who's coming in replacing his dad. Mm-hmm. 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 And his, and then the male dominance in the household. Yeah, and if anybody's supposed to replace your dad, it should be you. See, I've heard about this whole thing called yeah. the Oedipus oh, yeah. complex. I think the Greeks have a word for that. Yeah. What's that guy's name? <laughs> exactly. So now we uh... feel your mom. What's her name? <laughs> yeah, we're in the doctor's office. She has a concussion. The doctor tells Jerry, though, look, you, <laughs> he you says, should... no, don't worry. <laughs> She only has a concussion. <laughs> That's it. She's cool. Other than being El Cabonged with a chair like the fucking Undertaker, she didn't sit straight up from it, though. She got the concussion. And, uh, Plus, he's a psychiatrist. He's not a regular fucking MD. Who the fuck well, is he? Yeah, yeah. But he's the, the, the doctor, though, the physical doctor, the real one, tells Jerry, like, look, you should go talk to her, right? Like, wh- what's... You should just go... And he's like, look, I... I can't deal with this shit, man. <laughs> like, no, I got to No, I wish this fucking bitch had cancer. That's what yeah. he says, right? Oh, my God. He said God cancer damn. would be easier to deal with. <laughs> He's like, I wish I didn't At least I know she's going to die women. at some point. I don't have to keep putting up with this. Oh, God damn. What a villain Jerry is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he wishes cancer on her. He Old Green got what he fucking deserved. He got what was coming to him. So then the Ghostbusters show up. And they got a plan. And there's no better time to float like, we need your consent to do a weird experiment with you than when your shit is like half out (laughs) on oxygen and drugged up, right? Oh, and when you have a concussion. And with a concussion. Uh, don't worry, I know you can't sign, but we're just going to put a pen in your hand and we're going to move it across this piece of paper. Yeah. Your hands don't work? Oh, your son can't sign for you because his wrist's busted? We'll put the pen in your mouth. No, it's not the ghost again. Don't worry. It's a pen. No, no, she said the ghost is big. That's, Jesus. Yeah, that's true. That's also why Jerry left. He's like, he's bigger than me, huh? Well, again, oh, that's bigger. another point. When, he, she, when she's first talking to Ron Silva, he's like, was it a regular guy? Or was it a big guy? Was it yeah. this or was it that? So yeah, are we we a kumquat or are we at a cucumber? Or... It's descriptive. <laughs> are we talking a hare or a bull? Which one? <laughs> what am I working? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> because if you're a hare and he's a bull, then that's not gonna work. Well, no, yeah. Well, either way, holy shit. Never mind, mm. fucking elephant and a hare. Holy yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, the Ghostbusters show up, and they're like, we got a plan. Uh, we just need your consent. She's like, all right, cool. We got to do what we got to do. Just well, I want to get rid of this fucker. Again, back to Snyderman begging again. 
to his fucking daddy to go talk to the dean. And I'm like, God damn it. Again, just do something yourself. I don't, whatever. Bureaucracy, I guess. So now we cut to some hard science in the UCLA basketball court. One of the guys. <laughs> the UCLA basketball court, man. I think, I think we should. varsity team. I yeah. think we should also preface this right here with this is the point where everything in the movie that they talk about being real stops. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Well, yeah, they because, didn't, you know, they didn't well, do this giant fake lab. They didn't make the house. Okay, so when the pong pellets were being thrown at people and they were taking pictures of it, that was real? Okay, good. According to them. Yeah. But I have a question. Yeah. Maybe I'm stupid, but liquid helium? Mm-hmm. Isn't it liquid nitrogen that does that shit? Both would work. So liquid okay. nitrogen just has a a uh, lower freezing point than helium. So helium is actually more effective. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. All right, gotcha. All right, just when I heard liquid helium, I was like, wow, I never heard that before. I always heard liquid nitrogen. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, if you're thinking about dipping a rose in something and freezing it, you think liquid nitrogen. That's the go-to, right? But they have to Plus, do their own This thing. is America, so liquid helium is easier to say than uh, liquid nitrogen, right? So I can't believe they they went the other way. Well, plus we have uh, helium more abundantly in America than, than other countries. That's famously why the uh, the Germans couldn't build their Zeppelins properly. They had to use an inferior gas that was flammable. Are you going to tell me there's some guy blowing up a fucking Zeppelin by himself? <laughs> yeah. Tim. He's just got a bicycle pump and he's blowing it up. Oh, here. I thought he was actually like putting his mouth on it. Like some poor sucker you see at the beach trying to blow up, you know, like one of those giant things. <laughs> one of those big flotation. Yeah. That was the image yeah. I was going for, Charlie. Thanks. Yeah. That's what I saw. So, yeah, they freeze the rose and the liquid helium. And the guy's like, so this is proof of a ghost. We could freeze it. All right. My next question is, can you dip a rose into liquid helium and then touch it with your bare fingers? I wouldn't want to do it, but you could. Yeah. it's. I think it's porous enough that, that it would get closer to a touchable temperature pretty quickly. Versus like if you dip the steel rod in it and then grab the steel rod. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Christmas story with like sticking a yeah. fucking tongue on a fucking pole during the winter. Yeah. So their idea is then we can freeze the ghost, contain it, and then we got proof. Because yep. it, ghosts have mass, I guess. But then, then this begs the question: How are you gonna keep it? You know, like, are you just gonna continually keep it there in the basketball court and keep hitting it? You know what, Charlie? Great fucking point. What the fuck are they going to do if this works out? The hundred percent, nothing goes wrong. All right, their plan is a hundred percent fucking fail proof. What the fuck are they going to do? Exactly. How? Where are you gonna? What are you gonna do? You're gonna put it in, you know, a box. You know, it's going to get out. Like, come on. That's How long I does think, something stay frozen, right? I I mean, among other things with this movie... Can I you think fit this that is through the, the biggest... fucking gym doors, even, even if you open up both doors? I think... Okay, okay. So let me, let me put it this way. I think this, other than many other things in this movie, is the biggest plot, you know, hole that I had with it. But mm. I also think that they did not... Because without giving out any spoilers, I think they figured it was going to be the size of a normal man. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, oh right, yeah. Because you know when when they look at those photos that they took, mm-hmm. 
I like how the guy's like, look, if we turn this this way and we put it in a mirror, it kind of looks like a man standing there, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> generally you squint, how ghosts present. If you squint yeah. and look at the sun. If you just make shit up, it totally looks like. Yeah. No. So, you know, and to your point, Tim, guys, this is definitely some spurious logic at best. If they can, if they capture the ghost, how are they going to contain it? It's almost like these people are more interested in proving that they're right than actually helping her. Wow. Holy shit. Academia only interested in proving that they know something that nobody else knows. Yeah. Almost like the doctors who were saying that she wanted to fuck her oldest son were more interested in proving that they were right than actually helping her. Oh, and that guy just won't give up, right? He's not mm-hmm. going to admit that he's possibly wrong, that somebody else might be smarter than he is. Yeah, yeah. So we get a real uh, clash of the titans going on here between these fucking idiot groups. So Carla shows up, and they've erected a model version of her house in their gymnasium. What kind of fucking budget does a parapsychology fucking Jesus. student coalition have, right? Well... How crappy of a house did she yeah. have that they could replicate it with their To budget? be fair, her house kind of <laughs> sucked, Tim. I mean, she they, they only had to build a fucking shell. I liked how they got the fucking moving truck company to bring all of the fucking shit, yeah. oh books, God. to this fucking thing, right? They just picked up her piece of shit house and Again, this it. is the other thing. The main thing that I remember about this fucking movie was that how they built a fucking copy of her house in yeah. a fucking gymnasium. It's almost like it was done in a soundstage. So they. It's almost uh, like this ghost doesn't know where the fuck he is, right? By the way, yeah. The, the, how stupid is this ghost? <laughs> like, well, we'll find out. Not at all. Well, yeah, because at one point they explain everything to her. They like, oh, this is the kitchen, but I'm sorry, it doesn't have any gas, but we have a hot plate and there's a full mm-hmm. sackly refrigerator. Oh, this is the bathroom. I'm sorry, there's no plumbing, but there is a chemical toilet, mm-hmm. and of course. This is the one room that has a ceiling on it, so nobody can see you take a shit or do whatever the fuck you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then here's the panic room. And, okay, panic room is fucking used loosely, by the way. It's a corner you get into, you hit a button, and then like a glass semicircle surrounds you. And oh, yeah. like, oh, okay, hold on, so that's Great supposed point. to keep a Where's ghost Where's the fucking out? roof? Where's the fucking top of that yeah. fucking panic room that's going to stop Where's the fucking the nitrogen it? or helium from coming in? Yeah. And again, like you were saying, Charles, how's that going to stop a ghost? <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, come on. It's a fucking ghost. It's just going to walk through a wall. I don't know about you guys, but that's the imagery you always get with a ghost. No, hold on. Hold on. Because we saw in the beginning of the movie, I think, I don't know if it was rape number one or number seven. He opens <laughs> up the door. <laughs> oh, that's to true. Come into yeah, her room, he did have right? to open the door. But out. that was a fear tactic. I mean, okay, so what? How did the ghost get in the house before? He just used the front fucking door? Does he have a key? No, he has to blow his way in. This is the fucking ghost of the big bad fucking wolf, right? Because he blows his way into everything. Yeah. So he he can't just blow into into the panic room? He's coming up he the does. pipes, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, he does blow into the fucking panic room. We'll get to that. They explained to where it's like, look, this is double pane. There's a vacuum layer between the panes of glass. <laughs> this thing, you couldn't fucking bust this thing. No way. No goddamn way. I don't care who you are. Jesus Christ can come back down on the yeah. fucking cross, and he ain't getting out of this fucking panic room until we hit the button. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when we tell you, you go in the panic room, we're going to freeze this entire area with liquid helium. Hopefully it freezes the ghost. That's the plan. 
<laughs> yeah, they're yeah, gonna I, either... I love how the liquid helium is set up like a fucking claw machine, right? <laughs> yeah. They'll <laughs> they'll either freeze the ghost or they'll freeze her. Either way, her problems are over. Well, and she says that too because <laughs> Snyderman shows up and he's like, "Get the get her the fuck out of there! What are you doing?" And he's like, "Can I can I talk to you somewhere private?" She's like, "Yeah, let's go to the bathroom with let's the go chemical to the bathroom, toilet." Yes. Yeah, and he's like, "Look, I'm hesitant." about this whole thing, let's say. Uh, you know what that liquid helium can do, right? Like, it could, Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, it could freeze you to death, because that's what it is. Yeah, does. so what's the problem? Well, then you would be dead, is the problem. Yeah, well, that's better than what I'm doing right now. What the fuck are you doing for me, Shrink? Uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, I guess you've, uh, you've shut me down with logic, madam. I bid you good day. <laughs> okay, I hope this is the last I ever fucking see you and you don't completely fucking obsess over me. No, I'll uh, be obsessing over you. I'll be back in here at least three more times. But anyhow, I'll, I'll go ahead and leave and bitch to my daddy again. See ya. And he's out. <laughs> <sighs> no, he tells her, I want to keep you grounded from this insane shit and I'm the last person who cares about oh, you. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, God. This is... Uh, maybe I'm getting the term wrong, but this is fucking love bombing, right? It's gaslighting, maybe telling somebody I'm that they're crazy. I'm the only one who can take or... care of you. You yeah. don't know what's right for you. I'm the only one who knows what's going on. Yeah, don't believe how... anybody. Don't believe all your friends. Don't believe mm-hmm. your whole family. Mm-hmm. Don't mean. Don't believe all these other academia people. Right. Trust yeah. me. I'm not that crazy. My head's not that big. Don't worry about what your friends say about me. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so... You can never say that at me. Your head is too big. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, she's like, all right, you, you got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, I, I say... Uh, Please good... leave my bathroom. Come on. Yeah, get out of my bathroom. Uh, take good... a dump. And good day. And he leaves, and then she gives him the... I said toilet, good day. So that doesn't work. Yeah. So, on his way out, one of the experimenter guys stops him. He's like, hey, Snyderman, get over here. The head guy, the bald motherfucker, right? Yeah, the bald guy. And he's like, hey, get over here. Snyderman's like, look, just don't hurt her or I'm going to make you go to jail. Wait, is he one of the fucking bug guys from the Silence of the Lambs? Oh, God, he did look like one of the bug guys. (laughs) And so then I love this. The experimenter guy's like, all right, hey, officer, get over here. You see this guy? I don't want him coming back in here. Peace. Okay, uh, now I have a question. Yeah. What college has a fucking armed police officer working security outside of the fucking parapsychology fucking gymnasium experiment? UCLA. So, UCLA. So they then the they budget. say, like, all right, time to move to, to night mode, which is that they turn the lights off. Stupid ghost. And she uh, she heads over to bed as they're all watching her on all the cameras and they're just salivating over the possibility of catching this ghost. Holy shit. I think I can put this on Pornhub. Yeah. And yeah, this is, so this is when Snyderman's tattling again and they call Frank, but Frank's like, I don't give a fuck. So Snyderman's like, ah, shit. Well, fuck the politics. I'm going to go rescue her again. Be right back. I'm going to do the same thing I just did a well, moment ago. Well, this is when the mentor tells him, like, dude, let it go. You have to let yeah, this go Weber, professionally yeah. and personally. And he's like, no, fuck that shit. I know what's good for this woman. Mm-hmm. This is love. And he leaves. So. Oh, God. 
so yeah, they uh, he breezes past the security guard. By the way, so snoozing on the fucking job. Some bang. I up guarantee job. you, he is a fucking police officer working off the fucking books, mm-hmm. and that's why he's just snoozing. Yeah, yeah, he's just getting like an extra twenty bucks an hour to make some money off the books to to yeah be security guard for their weird well, ghost that. experiment. I know somebody who does that shit, and believe me, they get more than twenty fucking bucks an hour to sit outside the fucking mall parking lot watching fucking DVDs. Back in eighty two. Uh, back like maybe uh three years ago, four years ago. Okay. So, Cooley calls Weber, which is the mentor, daddy guy that Snyderman's been bitching to the whole time, and tells him, look, you need to come and get Snyderman because he's acting like a bitch ass. We got him in the booth. <laughs> so just to hear scene. it in like her voice, too, right? Yeah, She has yeah. like, such a clinical voice. And like, get your bitch out of here. Yeah, can you come and get him? Like He's causing a, a ruckus. So Carla... Lays down, tries to go to sleep, but she sees these giant fucking tanks of helium above her. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I, I don't know. This is not working for me, maybe. Whatever. But then Weber shows up just in time for uh, the breeze to pass through into her room. And we know old Slimer's on the hunt again. Well, they're all feeling the breeze, right? Yes, everybody Even up feels... in the control room. So the uh, the professor, professor and the two geek guys from X-Files mm-hmm. and yep. somebody else now is in the room, right? They have a yeah. witness. Yeah, so yeah, see, if they feel it all over, that means he can go through fucking walls. I mean, is that him, though? Or is it just, like, the effect that he has on the but room? It, but it doesn't matter because then you would still feel it in the yeah, panic room. Okay, fine. Look, yeah, either they, way, either way, you fucking know science. Science. Look, the shit's look, going on. All I'm saying is they should be defunding all of these universities that pull their mm-hmm. shit. Done. Very no true. more science ever again. Fucking yep. Charles. Everybody else like defund the police, and Charles like defund the defund the schools. <laughs> look, if they, if defund the ghost school. departments. <laughs> well, they did because the parapsychology department was disbanded. Very. Very shortly after this bullshit happened, <laughs> I wonder why. Can, can you see they cut to the they cut to the dean and it's a classic college comedy. You spent how much on liquid helium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Alpha House. Yeah. Uh, no. So, who didn't see this coming? Slimer's on the hunt. It gets cold and uh, she. They tell her like, all right, you need to get to the protected area. But, uh oh. The ghost's messing with the controls. Uh, wait, are you going to tell me there's a ghost in the machine? There is a ghost in several machines, Tim, because he's, like, trying to get her with the helium to Oh, wait, her? hold on, wait. Is he trying to shoot her with the gigantic silver phallic symbol that we see? Yeah, yeah, the big nozzle, like you said, that's yep. like a fucking claw machine. And I love the way they shoot it is you see the nozzle and it goes up, and then you see the fucking tanks, and it looks like two fucking balls. Yeah, <laughs> it really. Does. They really drive that home. Yeah, yeah, they really do, man. And it just keeps missing, or or it like grazes her, or then it fucking just like freezes her kid's doll's head. Well, yeah, how does that work? How cl- how much fucking liquid hydrogen or whatever the fuck it is do you need to have helium? Do you need to have get on you before you fucking freeze? 
Yeah, probably not a ton. Um, like, it's can probably... you just like hold your hand like maybe half an inch above it and not get fucking like frozen? Uh, maybe I don't. I don't know. They're not really good at science in this movie, Tim. Uh, oh, okay, yes, that's right. Parapsychology. Yeah, yeah. So she's running around trying to get away from the fucking nozzles that are chasing her, and finally, like, it, she gets to this corner, and she's like, "Look, man." I'm fucking done with this. The panic room wraps around her and he just immediately smashes the glass. Like, it's not even a problem. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And if she's like, only Forrest Whitaker knew this trick. Yeah. It would have been, oh, God. <laughs> so she's like, look, you know what? Fuck it. Kill me. I'm done. I'm done running. Just do what you're going to do. Go ahead. Take your fucking time and do it. Just kill me. You do whatever you want. You torture me. I don't give a fuck. But you know what you can't have is you can't have me. And... That doesn't just make any sense. Because when no. she says, like, you can do whatever you want to me. You can torture me. Yeah. But you can't have me. Yeah. You can't basically, touch me, I think she says, right? Basically, what she's trying to say without saying it is, I'm never going to quit, like, doing what I'm doing. I'm never just going to give in. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be against your bullshit. And if you have to fucking kill me with your weird ice thing, go for it. Cause... So she makes a change because before she told the doctor that at one point she was just, all right, I'm going to surrender. I'm just going to go yeah. along with it. And now she's fighting back, right? A little bit, yeah. But she's also fucking with his ego a little, which, you know. Oh, she's doing the mind trap. Yeah, yeah, she's mind trapping him. And it works. You know, 74% because... of ghost rapists can't get it up when there's people watching. Yeah, yeah, and it works because his tanks explode, Tim. So he can't get it up either because he's just way too sexually frustrated. And as the tanks explode, Snyderman rushes in one last time, finally to, to the rescue as the whole fucking thing collapses. Now, this is the proof of the ghost, right? There's a giant... It it looks like Close Encounters of the Third Kind fucking mashed potato mountain made mm -hmm. out of ice. <laughs> per, you mean perfect ice cubes, right? Because well, whatever falls off is a fucking perfect ice cube. Yeah, so that's that's true. So it is a stupid ice mountain with perfect ice cubes that are popping off of it. They look at this and they don't assume like, well, I guess that's the liquid that fell out of here and created some weird blob of frozenness they're like oh that's him we got him trapped now <laughs> now what this is like that's... the fucking dog that caught the car right yeah now what do you do with it i don't know or it's like the episode where the the coyote caught the road runner and he didn't know what the fuck to do with it so he's just like oh, wow. whatever Boy, that must have been the last episode i never saw that the lost episode it was the lost episode yeah he's let him go at that point so that's cool iceberg starts cracking um, then they, uh, they ram into it with the Titanic and, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio moves on. And Ron Silver's drowning and she's like, I'm sorry, there's no room for you on this gigantic fucking door. Yeah. DiCaprio moves on and starts manufacturing umbrellas. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Wow. You can learn about Holy that one shit. on our bonus episode, <laughs> The Candace Files, part three. And the iceberg part just... Part three of three. Yeah, 
<laughs> the iceberg just explodes. And up in the control room, they got nothing. Um, you would think that at this point, they have to do some kind of shape, right? No, yeah, because, you, I mean, you can't manifest its shape because you don't know what it's going to be. Dude. Is it going to be a man? Is it going to be Is it going to be Jolly, just a dark cloud? Of I'm evil? sorry, I'm going to get a little bit dark here. It's a guy raping her. What is the it? fuck kind of shape do you think it's going to be? Do you think that a fucking like King so, Kong-sized motherfucker is raping this woman? So it's supposed to turn into a dick and then therefore be a frozen phallus sitting in the middle of the room? No, but they already the showed at one point when they took the picture of the fucking electri- the electrical balls going around that, look, when you turn it this way and you look in the mirror and you say... Twizzler, 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 it looks like a fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, remember, Charlie, it ejaculated. So There you go. There you go. Okay. okay. No, I, I just don't think you can, you, can, you can correctly classify pure evil. But how is it this big? That's because the thing. That's the thing that got me. Even when, even when I was a kid watching this, I was like, wait a second. Why is it that fucking big and it's yeah. doing what it's doing? Because if that's that a lot of negative... Big, he could put his fucking ghost foot down and crash the whole fucking thing. But it doesn't want to do that. It doesn't want to do that. It wants... It, it is, um, it is a, a mass of negative energy that is just, you know, tor- uh, it's tormenting somebody. It's not doing it for sexual kicks. It's not a man. It's just a mass of negative energy and just so much negative energy. That's how they caught it because it chooses to manifest itself as probably what her deepest darkest fear is is uh uh un not unwarranted but unwelcome penetrative aggressive sex which oh, you wait, could so say that all of us moved into the apartment the same thing would happen yeah well, no well tim i mean would you want to be forcefully penetrated by something isn't that a deep fear of yours? Well, I mean, the advantage is you can't see it, so you can put whatever face you want on it, right? I, I, yeah, I guess, especially if you're dreaming. No, Tim, what I'm getting from this is this is just a field of negative energy that's accumulated over time and is attacking her. Tim, this is just the slime that's underneath of New York. It's the it's the albino it's the too, albino right? yeah. yeah the albino alligators under New York City, man. Yeah, that's what it's accumulated. But so, you know that's that's what it is. It just it's the negative energy, and that's what it caught. Yeah. So uh, then they got nothing. They look over at Weber, and they're like, "No, that's not true. We we got a witness, Weber. You, you your bitch ass saw something, right?" <sighs> and he's like, "Well, I mean, I saw something. I, I, saw I don't something. Yeah. But I don't know if it was who what can you're say what it is. I don't know if it was what you're talking about." Uh, with everything that was going on, all crazy, it, it could have been fucking anything. And Cooley's like, hey, you son of a bitch. Like, fuck you. <laughs> well, what about Ron Silver? He's fucking saw it. He was in the shit. Yeah. Oh, now oh, now she wants him? She wants his opinion? Yeah. All Come of a sudden, on. she values that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Tim. Carla goes home. <sighs> Again, this is the part I remember. Yes. And is it, is it home, Tim? Because she walks into this. Well, they took all the fucking furniture and shit out of her house and they put it in the fucking high school thing. They just got fucking blown up. It just blew up. So all that's in there is just like a bunch of shitty wiring that they put up. I'm sorry, but our grant only goes so far. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we lost the grant when the fucking iceberg thing exploded. You know how many janitors we had to get in there mopping it up? And now guess what? The fucking school is haunted. Thanks a lot. Oh, God. There are just so many co-eds getting raped in there now. It's terrible. So, but they're not, though, because Tim, she walks in and the front door shuts. And you know the ghost Slam shut. Slam shut with, with authority. And so you know that ghost is in there with her. And Tim, the ghost's got to get one last dig in at her. It might have been defeated in that uh, university. But he has a last arrow in his quiver, Tim. And what does he do? Do I have to do it? Yeah. This is your movie. I'm whatever voice you feel most comfortable with, Tim. If you can do a cunt. Papa Smurf, he calls her a cunt. <laughs> he says, now, at this well, point, "No, no, no." He wait, says, so hold on. You "Welcome think this home." Is, this is last gas because I think the, the shit's just beginning. Because now the yeah. motherfucking can talk. No, yeah. no, it, it. I don't think this is last gas because he doesn't just call her a cunt. He says, "Welcome home, cunt." Yeah. Oh wow, you have yeah. the subtitles turned on. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, he's definitely just well, getting right. started. Well, all right, you know, it's not that offensive. Yeah, that's true. He's not calling mm-hmm. her a cunt. He's welcoming her home, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then calling her a cunt. But then, and then sh- what do we see? It's actually Jerry. Yeah, fucking Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so no, she marches over there. She opens up the door and greets her kids like, "Hey, mommy, who called you a cunt?" And then we get the title cards. Uh, the only extra info we get is that this is a uh, fictionalized version of the real story. And the Bullshit. Real... Yeah. And the real Carla is currently living in Texas with her children. Though the attacks Bullshit. have have decreased, both in severity and frequency, but they do still continue. So, wait. Are you going to tell me that she just moved into the wrong place to, that had a ghost, and now that ghost is following her wherever she goes. Yeah, well, no. because that's we're setting up for the sequel, which is their road trip. Oh, the Outity. <laughs> yeah, the Outity. <laughs> the Outity, Route 66, and then there's another six spray painted after it. Nice. Hell yeah. I think there is a movie called Route 666. There is. But it's not the outity, and it doesn't have to do with a woman being repeatedly raped by a spirit. Tim. Yeah. (laughs) Would you suggest (laughs) people watch this movie? No, don't watch this movie. (laughs) Why? I'm really sorry. This is a movie that I completely did not remember 100%, and I blame Eddie because you kept fucking pushing me with what picks you need from maybe. Tim, you have been complaining. for so long about not getting enough picks in fucking shows, Tim. Don't... Oh, Tim. Own, own this movie. It's not Tim. bad. Yeah. Charlie, what about you? Would you suggest that uh, people watch it? I would recommend it because, I mean, watching it, it, like the first time I watched it, oh, yeah, ghost rape. Okay. You know, that's plausible. But then watching it, knowing the themes, listen, you know, reading a lot more on it. So you yeah. watch this more than one time? Twice. You've watched you it watched twice? You've watched it more than once, Tim? Yeah. This is the second time in my whole fucking life that I watched this movie. Charlie Tim. watched it two times within like a week. 
No, I've watched it twice. Once was when I first bought it back in like 2011 or 12. When you the second bought time. it. What do you yeah. mean you bought it? We used to have uh, in Sacramento, there used to be a chain of used like record stores and you could go get like used movies and shit for like less than five bucks. So when I'd see a title, oh yeah, yeah. I heard about this. Wow, this was two for five. It was this and the accused. Uh, oh, yeah, really? I was. Tim, you stole my joke. I was going to say next week we're covering the accused, but <laughs> another Tim Yobo. Wow, special. what a great date date story I have about that. <laughs> oh God. But yes, um, I would recommend girlfriend. it. But yeah, I mean. Honestly, I would say like it it is worth a watch just because it's very well acted. You get to see some very talented people doing stuff on Barbara the... Hershey is a, is the highlight of the movie. Yes, one hundred percent. Um, it's rough. It's not easy to watch. It does get better when there's lightning fingers though, and continues to get better. It gets a little less rough after that. I would say maybe you should be a little inebriated, but not that inebriated when you watch it, because maybe it could bring some stuff up for you. I don't know. And I think that about does it for trying to make this fucking movie uh, funny to talk about, Tim. <laughs> so <laughs> I tried. I'm so sorry. I tried no, to make this as, as light as I co- possibly could, but even Tim. drunk Yobo can't lighten this movie up. Well, I think we made he- it work. You know what? I have a bad taste in my mouth from this movie. I think I'm going to get a little Banaka. Set things yep. right. Mm-hmm. Get a little Banaka, a little bit of Night Train. You know what? I'll give you a pairing with this. I'll give you something to watch instead. If this is too much for you, Poltergeist. Came out right around the same time. Ooh, a little a less second. of a problem. Hold on. No, no, no. You just made Poltergeist a whole lot fucking darker. Now, oh, now I'm going to think the Poltergeist yeah. ghost is the same motherfucker from The Entity. I actually think this movie was filmed before Poltergeist yeah. and got stuck in like release hell and then came out the same time. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in 82, but it actually ended up coming out in February of 83. I think it was, yeah, release hell. I think it's in 84, right? Did it come it out in 84? I think, I think so. there's I think some places, yeah, like uh, I was reading that like in Australia or like Australia and Europe and places that usually come out not too long after us, it came out like way after the fact. Yeah, like '98. They're like, yeah. look, we, uh, yeah, they're we, like, we gotta we gotta hang out for a minute here. <laughs> they're like, what do we have on beta to watch? Yeah. So, Charlie, is there anything you want our uh, listeners to go pay attention to on the internet? And anything like porn yeah. search? What? Anything? Whatever. Something to pay attention to. Are you doing something? Is there a van that you're uh, currently refurbishing? You're putting post pictures up cool. on Instagram? Or is there I mean, like... I, He's not I, putting he... pictures up because he doesn't want the police to be able to identify that van in five exactly. years. Exactly. Good point. Exactly. No, I'm going to be on an episode of The Grind Bin, which actually comes out, I think, on Tuesday or Same so. Same day. Nice. Yep. And uh, oh, is I was that part on... one and part two together? No, which if you want to listen to a record long episode, we did a movie with Daniel and the movie didn't get recorded halfway through. So we had to come back That's with part Tim. one and part two. That's what I'm talking about. We are three hours and I think 15 or 20 minutes, Mike said, like it's mm. very long. But no, the movie that's going to be coming out this week, I believe, is Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. Mm. And that's with Candace. Mm. And that was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Oh, that's right. It's the one where Bobby's finally back, right? Bobby's triumphant return, yes. Yes, okay. 
And yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. As many times I called up his cable company and tried to cancel his cable, it finally fucking didn't work. Okay. <laughs> He's back, Tim. Uh, Tim, is there anything you want people to pay attention to on the internet other than the Grind Bin, the Mustachioed Podcastio, and our own products? Uh, no, I think that's about it. But, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, anybody who's listening to this, definitely, uh, thanks for joining our Patreon. And, uh, we've got a podcast going on, which you're already listening to, and, uh, that Blood Bank, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. This isn't on the and Patreon. This is, is going to be in the main means. feed, Tim. So, <laughs> enjoy, folks. Uh, yeah, I would say patreon.com forward slash bloody bits if you enjoyed listening to this for some weird reason. Uh, there's more that you can listen to. It's not as interesting in the way this is interesting also i would say um if you can't join the patreon you know i understand just leave us a five-star review yep that might be actually more important than joining the patreon right it might be because if you don't do that cheaper yeah if you don't do that you're stealing at this point and other than abby hoffman don't steal this podcast yeah and other than that folks i would say that this is how we end it